What now? Let me tell you what now. I'ma call a couple of hard pipe hit boys. Go to work on the homes here. With a pair of pliers and a blowtorch. You hear me talking, hillbilly boy? I ain't through with you by goddamn sight. I'ma get medieval on your ass. Alright everyone, welcome back to episode 46 of Gundam at MHQ. This is one of your hosts, Neo, and always joined with uh, Soulbro and Chris. Guys, tell the folks out there, hello. Hey, yo. Goodbye. Okay. <laughs> what, are you, what are you, AOL? Goodbye. <laughs> You've got mail. No, You've you don't. got spam. <laughs> <laughs> For the most part, they went goodbye. <laughs> oh, us with our corporate humor. Oh. Um, uh, but yeah, this is going to be the second uh, episode of 2010, um, and actually a new direction, something that we're going to be trying uh, throughout the year here. And um, I know everybody saw the post on Mecha Talk, and so they know a little bit about it, but I'll let this know to all the people that haven't visited Mecha Talk yet. But we're going to be doing a themed episode, and in this, our theme tonight is things American Mecha fans will have to accept whether they like it or not. Um, and kind of like an extended version of the Straight Talk Express. And we're actually going to be do, uh, doing this in two different topics. Uh, the first one being um, Gundam will never be as popular again as it once was. And we'll discuss about how over, or, you know, over a decade ago, the popularity of Gundam and how it's gone since, um, you know, till today. So... And the How ne- has it gone? Well, you'll have from to... Uh, since then until today. You'll please. have to wait and... Um, Listen to the show because uh, we already did it. I mean, no, we didn't. What? You teasing bastard. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, and the the last topic will be uh, Harmony Gold will maintain an iron grip on Robotech, and no one else is ever going to release any Macross. So no no Robotech Seven for you. The future sounds bright. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, before we get into that, I got some uh, news and yeah, some listener submitted news articles here and. Just a quick thing, I had put this in the post in the thread itself, but um, just to help everyone out here, um, you know, if you're going to submit an article, make sure you do a quick little blurb about what it is. And uh, another thing that you might want to kind of do is to check what your neighbors are posting, because um, we've been getting some kind of duplicates re- recently, and you know, just you know, if you can always go find something else. So, um, but I mean, the same news isn't happening twice. <laughs> <laughs> one in one in this world, and one in that weird, bizarro world of uh, yes. Macross, <laughs> of Robotech Seven, of Robotech Seven. <laughs> Wait, we haven't discussed that yet. Damn, why do we keep we keep giving up the go uh, giving up the secret here? <laughs> but um, all in due time. But no problem. Um. My first listener submitted news article here is from Zero Buster XX or Double X or whatever he is, and uh, this is—I <laughs> don't know. I'm ti- you don't care. I'm just—I'm tired of trying to figure it out. 
just send me something so I can do it <laughs> phonetically, please. I don't know. I'm tired of getting yelled at for. <laughs> you don't understand my my uh, my joke name on a forum. Bah, you die. But uh, I think he's, I think he's cool with either way. <laughs> Whatever. But <laughs> but this first one comes courtesy of um, Anime News Network, and this is for all those people that um, have Blu-ray players. Oh, uh, some great excitement coming up here. Um, Gundam UC, uh, the new uh, Gundam Unicorn, as Bandai Visual has announced on the f- that the first Japanese English Blu-ray volume of Mobile Suit Gundam Unicorn, the greatest Gundam series ever, will oh. be re- available on on the Amazon website exclusively for two months, starting on March 12th. Um, I have already pre-ordered uh, my copy, and by pre-order, I mean actually <laughs> pre-ordered <laughs> for a Blu-ray. What? And if I may uh, make a straight talk comment here, sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've noticed lots of people uh, as soon as this news came out, surprisingly, were complaining. Why? <laughs> surprisingly, yeah, they're like fifty dollars for fifty minutes and this crap and this stuff and it's too expensive and i'm not gonna buy this or it's like hello it's amazon yeah (laughs) when do they ever sell things at cost yeah they don't (laughs) and always you know all these people who just bitch endlessly about there not being enough anime on blu-ray or that you know there's not enough gundam being released here when something comes out what do they do? They complain. They bitch about it. They cry about it. And 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 remember, on Amazon, anything over twenty five dollars gets free shipping. Yes, <laughs> I mean, it's thirty five freaking dollars. That's. I think that that is a okay price for a Blu ray. Okay, it's an okay price for an hour long Blu ray of New Gundam. Yeah, of of something that's not very popular here. You know. Yeah. I mean, what would you prefer? Would you prefer to pay $35 with free shipping on Amazon, or would you prefer to, like, you know, have to go to some Japanese import site and have to, like, pay, like, 60 or $7 to have it imported over here? With bad Hong Kong uh, subtitles. Well, let's be, let's, let's be real. Well, I mean, import the actual. Oh, actually, import, yeah, that too, yeah. Actu- import the actual real deal. So what's preferable, buying something from an American website or having to import it for like double the price. I mean, let's yet of course the bitching continues. I mean, I, I I'll be real about it. I know a lot of these people you know like to complain about the price, but half of them are not going to buy it anyway. Of course, and, and because they're 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 this uh, current generation of whiny entitlement fans who think that all anime should be free yeah. and they have no concept of the value of anything. When they're when they're slowly killing the the the, the industry as is. I mean, if anything, if you're a big Gundam fan and you would love to have a, a Gundam series on blu-ray you can either a buy it when it comes out or b wait for them to box set it later you have two choices i don't know when that later is coming that's part um, of the problem yeah that was part of the problem wait for the box set but that's but i mean what's really cool about this is that it's coming out now it's coming out this is probably the fastest turnaround for any gundam project it's a day and date release which correctly uh there's never been in uh in the past, a day and date home video release in Japan and America for a Gundam series yeah. ever. Yeah, this is this is a landmark a landmark event, and if it costs a little more than your average uh, Gundam Blu-ray or DVD, which there hasn't been any prior um, Blu-ray Gundams in America, that um you know just just if you really want to be a part of that, then spend an extra coin. I mean you don't yeah, and it's like yeah, it totals out to two hundred and ten dollars, 
to get the whole series, but if you like it, uh, is that a problem? You're buying it in installments anyway. You're not paying lump sum yeah. for the whole thing. So yeah. Is, is it going to kill you? I mean, we don't know what the release schedule is for future volumes. I would assume it's like maybe every other month. You know, unless you're like dirt poor on the street, probably in which case you can't be posting on internet forums to bitch about the cost of anime. Exactly. Uh, is it going to kill you to spend like $35 every other month to buy a, a damn uh, Blu-ray of uh, Unicorn? I don't know. I would hope not. I think so. <laughs> I would hope not, but again, if you're if you're that desperately poor, you probably don't have the time to be bitching on anime forums. Okay. So that's that's my straight talk comment on So uh, uh yeah yeah, uh the UC or the Unicorn Blu-ray will start being on Amazon on March 12th. In addition, the Bandai Channel's website's going to offer uh the first MSG Zeta Wing Gundam Seed Gundam Seed Destiny. Gundam 00 for free streaming in North America exclusively on the Anime News Network, Crunchyroll, and YouTube. So, and more um, Gundam series will be added later after the first uh, streams are launched on February 1st. So, guess awesome. what, everybody? You're getting what you've been asking for all these years. So, Hell go yeah. go support it. Even if, you know what I would do? I would do oh, different windows on both uh, Anime News Network, Crunchyroll, and YouTube and just play those episodes because... That's just that's just dictated by hits, right? When yeah. they um do that. So Dude, I can I can finally retire the petitions. Which oh, by the way, another comment <laughs> no, um, regarding this uh streaming. Uh you notice how it says other series are to follow. Mm-hmm. And you notice they don't mention some series like G. Right. <clears throat> A lot of people have uh you know, as fans tend to do, take some bit of news, completely um misinterpret it. And believe it to be something entirely different from what it actually is. Right. So somehow the uh, little bit there about other series are to follow has transformed into, hey, they're going to start streaming the shows that haven't been released here. Oh, okay. Yeah. Like, I- no. It does, if, if they were going to stream the shows that were not released here, they would say so. Yeah. But they're not going to do that because that would have to mean at the very least they have to spend the money translating these shows. Yep, exactly. Everything they've announced is stuff that has already been released here, that's already been done. You're just slapping it online for streaming somewhere. So when they say other series are to follow, I would take them to mean G, 0080, 0083, 8th MS Team, maybe Igloo. Mm -hmm. You know, the other stuff that's been released here but not mentioned in that press release, not Double Zeta or Victory or or X. X or Turn A or Stargazer or Igloo 2. So please, people, stop overreacting to things and assuming that they mean what they clearly do not. Exactly. I'm sure they, if, if they intended to stream the stuff that has been released here, they would make it loud and clear for Gundam fans of, hey, go watch this crap. Hey, we're bringing turn A. Bat down the hatches. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. But they haven't done that, so don't go assume that that's what it means. Yeah. Uh, just, just hold out hope, but at the meantime, just enjoy it for what it is for the time being. If you support it now... If you go over there and watch the, the shows they do put up, you never know what the future might bring. So, And if you want to see those shows streaming, go start a petition. Uh, <laughs> those always work. Maybe, yeah, maybe they'll do it. We're going to get Gundam X on, damn it. <laughs> Gundam X are bust, right, buddies? Uh, that's right. That's Pretty right. much. We're taking it to Washington. <laughs> Jamil needs or death. <laughs> bring that up to Congress. Oh, man. I know you guys have a lot of things to do, but we really need to discuss this whole thing about Gundam X not being 
able to be released in America with English. I, I know that you guys are talking about this thing about like healthcare and stuff, but I, I, I want my NLL. Yeah. <laughs> well, actually, I really do. So. I do too. But, all right, enough. Um, is that is that enough, guys, or do you need no, anyone else? You need to uh, Let me move on to the okay, next article, thank sir. You. Uh, <laughs> the next um, the next uh, article I have here is from Armor Ray of V or Five or New or whatever he is. And Furious Rodimus, how it's pronounced, how it's said, um, or spelled. Um, it's from Cosmic Era News Blog, and they're talking about the Double O Gundam news that came from the February issue of the Japanese new type, because the one here is bye-bye. Oh. Um, but uh, some, some North, uh, they had an interview with Seiji Meshishima in it, and just some of the bullet points that they have here. Of course, we know it's going to take two years after the series. It's the story of Setsna and Mankind. I hope it's not Setsna and Mankind, the wrestler. That'd be hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> and they're undi- well, you know, he could be a masked man, so. <laughs> they're undying devotion to each other. <laughs> the bit of new rock and sock connection. <laughs> yeah, is he going to have Mr. Socko with him? I think he I think he jumped into the wrong alternate universe. He oh. gunnums this way, Mankind. <laughs> <laughs> But um, five people are currently working on the storyboard. Uh, the images, so it is being worked on. The images shown at last the last festival are directly taken from the movie. Um, the characters are presented in a little more realistic way on purpose. I don't know what that means. I mean, I, I it means do. they have money to make everything shinier. Yeah. Oh yeah. The design of the double O quant, is, unlike the Exia and the double O's, has been entirely trusted to Ubukawa. I don't know who that must be. Like one of the designers. He's or the guy who designed the Exia and the Double O. Oh, sorry. Did don't I you meticulously it? read all of these Double O profiles on MHQ? Um, I have memorized each and every detail, including height, weight, and weaponry. No, huh? I, I do that and uh, reactor output, but um, <laughs> yeah, and <Reactor> turn radius. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I some I sometimes gloss over who. Um, who make who actually drew them? So shame, for shame. Um, the twin drive system of the double O quant T is going to be the key of the story. Uh, Celestial being only conducts small scale interventions, so its involvement has not been confirmed. Because T- they're poor. Yeah, Tiaria, while sleeping in Veda, <laughs> continues to receive a lot of data, and among those are the blueprints of the quant T. So. That's uh, some interesting stuff there. So I guess we'll be getting more stuff as... Because um, it was what? Uh, did it say it was... It just said 2010, right? It didn't say a month when it was going to be released at the end right. last episode. Yeah, no, no, yeah. no specific month as of yet. So, um, yeah, it's hard to believe. <laughs> I just, you know, I'm realizing now we're in the year of the movie. So, gosh, I'm, I'm expecting December at this point. Are, are you going <laughs> to dust off that Soulboro guarantee? Uh, this <laughs> might, man. 2K10. New Soulboro guarantee the, coming out The for you. Mobile Suit 00 movie <laughs> will pull, pull at every emotion in your body and will make you feel things that you've never feel. I guarantee it. Just like the Frontier movie will. <laughs> Just think of just think of Double O season two, and just hi. magnify it by a hundred times. Like, hi, this is Solbro, and I guarantee that the Double O movie would be better than Sex, hey. or your money back, or your money back. I guarantee it. You're like that. Or guy. your bandwidth back. You're like, you're you're like the guy from the Men's Warehouse. I guarantee it. I, guess I guarantee it. I guess since I said it, I meant it. Yes. <laughs> 
and that means you can you can uh, you can deal with all of the fulfillment and all of the customer complaints <laughs> and all, all the, the, dis- the disappointment for for Zambot three when he oh man because you know he's not gonna like it especially if it's based off the events of season two my favorite listener <laughs> the worst the worst double O since uh, Gal Gygar <laughs> nice. All right, um, another article here, also from the Anime News Network, and this is from Jabman025, and boy, oh boy, this is great. I, I saw this, and I was wondering, how could you actually have more of this show when the main character is dead? But uh, the thing is, uh, new Kogias Project's latest footage is going to be on April Blu-ray DVD, and um, the Japanese video distributor Bandai Visual will put... Kogias Lucia Rebellion Kisuke no Birthday, the December 5th stage event. Oh, was that um, on the Blu-ray disc for announced the new Kogias project? And there's dude, Lelouch is totally the guy driving the cart at the end. I'm telling you, man, <laughs> totally, dude. And uh, there, it's going to be released on uh, April 23rd of this year. Uh, it's going to be 100 minutes of this home video's release. 140 minute runtime will be devoted to live event and also feature the latest footage of the new Code Geass project among with 40 minutes of bonus extras. Um, I'm sure it'll be, I'm sure 30 minutes of those bonus extras will be all the enhanced boob shots of uh, all the female characters. And um, is, is that a bad thing? I did not say it was a bad thing. I was just making a point. Um, well, I'm hoping it's the continuing adventures of rivals. There you go. <laughs> you, you, you would hope for that, wouldn't you? Hey, man, the bartender. <laughs> or, the or he's or, seen some stuff. Or or or, or a day with the Orange Coon. Hey, the day with Orange Coon, man. He's <laughs> he's, been, he's there making Minute Maid, dude. Um, <laughs> the bonus features are going to include a the video- Adventures of Cheese Coon. <laughs> oh boy, man. Um, it could appeal to a whole new market, man. You know, yeah, it could. cheese coons everywhere. Oh boy. Uh, the bonus extras include a video recorded version of the picture drama that was presented in Kisuke No Birthday event. Um, is that the one where they dressed up, Chris? There's been plenty of picture dramas, so yeah, yeah, I know. I, I think I saw most of them, but I remember one where they dressed where they dressed up Lelouch and uh, they dressed him up as a woman. Oh yeah, and he was pretty yeah, but that was from season one, so that's probably okay. not the same because they made picture dramas for for R two as well, and maybe this one sounds like a new one. So okay, no problem. But um, if I'm wrong, then everybody just lambasts me on the, on, the, on the forums, <laughs> like always. Um, it's going to announce that there was, this was all announced at a December event, and on the Code Geass Anime's official website, that there will be a rebirth for Code Geass. All right. So Lelouch got transformed to another dimension, <laughs> and he was pulled out by Rivals. Well, Rivals was taken a And dump. his name is Light Yagami. <laughs> 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 Fantastic news. Uh, and C2 was transmogrified into uh, Ryuk. <laughs> uh, the they promised more information in 2010. Um, they're going to, they've uh, said the new project's going to feature simultaneous releases of comic series, music, new items under development, and visual works. So the whole. Uh, Bandai uh, marketing machine is going to be there. Which means lots of new crap that you should buy. Yeah, <laughs> the stuff you don't really need. <laughs> buy early and buy often. Exactly. So um, I guess that's pretty exciting. I guess we'll see how that goes, and we'll give you more information on that as um, as it comes. Because 
I'm kind of excited. Maybe we could start reviewing it again. Oh, 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 it's oh. been a while. Episode by episode. Episode by episode. Oh, man. Ain't sticking. <laughs> and and this last and this this last uh, this last article is kind of funny, disturbing, and and just bizarre in the same all in the same thing here. Um, and it's not very green. And uh, oh, oh. this is coming from Oh My God I'm on Fire, and this is the Nikong um, blog website and. If um, if you don't have enough Char models of like his Aku two or Zazabi or whatever, I don't. There's now a um, wooden special Zaku two Char Zaku two. Yeah, if you go to the newest listener submitted news articles thread and, and click the link, they show a lot of pictures of it and and it's very detailed. It looks very nice. You can buy it at a high price. Yes, it's a piece of wood though. So there you so, go. So when your mom throws out all your models. This one, and this, you want to burn down your house? This one. When your mom burns up all your models, this is the only one that won't pollute the air with toxic fumes. Before you burn her, yeah. <laughs> but but Neo, don't you have just one more extra story to add on to uh, Neo's news? Oh, what was it? The uh, the Cheryl Gnome figure. Oh yes, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I well, I mean, since you uh, have the. Uh, the things I'll go to our roving reporter Chris Granche with some news about a Cheryl Gnome figurine that I may like. Very special, very special I, one. I, I think you might because um, it's um, it's a topless Cheryl Gnome. Ooh. Although she does have uh, little, little hearts, little hearts on the nipples. Mm-hmm. Hey, you gotta keep you gotta keep some of the mystery there. You can uh, you can remove uh, her top, and uh, she's bent over and uh, ready for business. It's uh, a little figure based off of that um, that illustration of her. Uh, like bent over all uh, seductively with a um, giant giant bullet between her legs, but hmm. uh, this one is more the bullet interactive. She, the bullet she was using when thinking of uh, Alto. <laughs> <laughs> yes, the bullet giving her what Alto couldn't. <laughs> but she's she's part of his wings. <laughs> her interest in ballistics wings. is completely. <laughs> What's and, that? And, and his wings his wings are located nowhere near his penis. So. Yeah, it was anyway, <laughs> if you uh, if you feel the uh, desire to uh, to uh, pour over these uh, these graphic representations, where can I get sh- said graphic representations? You should visit our buddies at uh, tomopop.com. Oh yeah, All right. Is that um, what, oh well, she's o- she was older. I thought maybe um, Pedo Bear South had posted that, but I was like, that's right. Cheryl's eighteen. That's not his bag. Yeah, it's not his hey, bag. Hey, hey, hey! Unlike <laughs> Pedal Bear, unlike Pedal Bear North, uh, Pedal Bear South has a wide appreciation okay. of many different types of female creatures. Okay. So, oh man. Okay. Okay. Hey, Peter, 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 Peter has some 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 interesting women over um oh. over, over eighteen. Maybe maybe about two, but you know, <laughs> too old, too old. Peter, we love you, man. We love you, man. Don't 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 take it too hard. <laughs> oh, and. And it, hopefully, if we could do it this year, we'll be doing Matt on the Desco Roundup. Oh, man! Dude, man, he's definitely got to be on that one, boy. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. But, um, man, that's the news. It'll be like getting an enema. Oh, oh man. I wonder if he still hurts from G-Savior. <laughs> Why don't you ask him? <laughs> Peter, do you still hurt from G-Savior? <laughs> but, um... That's the news, and unless you guys have anything else, um, we'll go no. into our first topic of um, 
our themed episode here. What some um, things American Mecca fans will have to accept whether they like it or not. Because <laughs> we say. But uh, you're listening to Gundam and MHQ. We'll be back after this. Happy birthday. How to say? Well, you could say thank you. Thank you. Gundam. Jim, what the hell is the matter with you? Other people have birthdays. Why are we treating yours like a funeral? Bones, I don't want to be lectured. Need a cake, but you don't want something boring from the local supermarket or bakery? In the South Florida area, try EpicSugarWorks.com. This bakery specializes in creating cakes based off of your favorite anime series, video game character, or whatever custom design you're looking for. Their online store also features anime and video game themed chocolate lollipops, as well as gift certificates if you want to give something to somebody. So if you're looking for a cake that's above the norm, go to EpicSugarWorks.com. It's epically delicious. Damn it, Bob! I'm about to reach over there and tear you a new... Don't be a jackass! I'm with you, Bob! We talked this out! I don't see a need for that kind of language. Now, if you want to go outside right now, I'll take both of you! We're going to vote, Alan! We're not going to fight! We're going to vote! Let's vote! Let's vote, and then we'll fight! This segment of Gundam at MAHQ is brought to you by Petco. Hey everybody, welcome back to Gundam at MAHQ. This is Chris, and with uh, this episode we're going to be um, kicking off a new type of episode format we're trying out this year. Uh, Two topics as part of a themed episode that um, are related but not exactly the same, and um, we look at a certain theme from two different angles in two different topics. So our first themed episode um, is things American Mecha fans will have to accept whether they like it or not. (laughs) I don't have to accept anything. In this first topic, which is going to have healthy doses of Straight Chalk Express, uh, the topic is Gundam will never be as popular again in America as it once was. So um, for this themed topic, we solicited some comments from um, users on MechaTalk forums, and uh, we're going to be reading some of those comments later and discussing the points raised there. But for now, uh, we'll just toss out some of our um, blabberings about this topic. So uh, in a change of pace from what I usually do, I will kick it to you, Neo. Uh, Tell me what you think of this topic and uh, what your uh, deep, heartfelt thoughts are about um, this, this dire situation of Gundam in America. It's, it's all due to the cause of Season 2 of Double O not being very, as good as Season 1. That's the whole reason. Um, it was that faulty Sobro guarantee? Yes. It's not like the good housekeeping seal. Or the Nintendo seal of quality? Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I think it's an interesting topic, and I think it's... Um, and it did what we really wanted it to do, where a lot of these people responded, and even kind of made myself think about it, too, is like... Um, I think it, we all have to come to the realization that um, it's not 2001 anymore. And for whatever reason, uh, Gundam isn't going to 
probably have the success that it's had right that it had back then when it was on Toonami and you had the commercials and the toys and the models and all of that um, I don't think it lessens Gundam's impact on anime or even in you know uh, some storytelling elements uh, for people that enjoy like foreign films and all that because you see all those kind of traits and stuff but I, I do agree that um, I, I, it's going to take a long, long time for it to even come to that point, if it ever does, which I really don't think it's going to because there's just a lot of, um, there's been a lot of changes since the, that time, a lot of changes in taste, a lot of changes in the uh, uh, anime market in general, um, a lot of it due to the the course of business that a lot of these uh, anime companies tried to pursue. And, you know, and I, I think it's one of these things where, I was reading a lot of these responses and there's a lot of these conspiracy theories. It's like all these conspiracy theories of this and that. And, you know, I think everybody's kind of blamed to this. I think you can put the blame for like a Cartoon Network and some of the distributors. But I also think, too, um, it's the anime watcher themselves. So, but, um, yeah, I, I don't I don't think it's um, I don't I don't think it's ever going to get to blame it on the victims. How dare you? Yeah, they had no part in this. Right. But um, you know, the fact that nobody ever bought any of the uh, DVDs that were released, they just downloaded everything. Huh. Um, you mean they pre-ordered them? Yeah, they pre-ordered them <laughs> freely. But, um, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, it, it's just not going to get to that same point. I mean, the only way I think it possibly could is if we've seen with like some other animes there's been some some talk about them when um you know influential people like directors or actors have an interest in them and i i think that might be the only way but um i don't think it's bad i don't think it's one of these things that's detrimental to gunham nor does it say anything negatively about the storytelling or the characters or any of the um you know just the, the things that uh you know mobile suit gunham has given to us but um you know it this this blind optimism that you know it's going to become 19 or 2001 2002 again and you're going to see you know three different um gundam shows on on tv at any time it's just not going to happen okay so uh so bro our our eternal dreamer when when you saw this topic did you feel the uh the urge to create a petition saying let's (laughs) make gundam as popular as it once was again I, well, you know, it, I guess my my enthusiasm of that happening has started to wane because of the fact that Gundam hasn't really taken off since Wing. I mean, there was Wing when it came out. It was wildly popular, but nothing had been ever, you know, seen of the Gundam franchise on American television up to that point. And it was in the right place at the right time on the right channel. Um, and then they took a chance and released Mobile Suit Gundam, and they wanted to force an old anime on the American public who was used to seeing shiny, newer, more um, more um, action-packed shows. And although you know Mobile Suit Gundam, I love it to death, it just doesn't translate well to a younger audience um, unless you really have an interest in Gundam overall. And they they really bought. I, I, I it's a combination of things, just as Neo said. It was um, mismanaged uh, and. I don't know if we'll ever get that level of fervor that we had back in the late 90s for the Gundam franchise here in America or in other parts of the world unless, you know, the, the right amount of um, certain things happen again. And um, I think it's it'd probably have to happen in another generation of folks. I'm, I'm happy where the fandom is now. I'd like to see it grow slowly but surely and, you know, at least be cult status. 
and that way, you know, Bandai has it, at least it's 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 being talked about in some circles, and that's that's what I like to see for the moment. I like it to be wildly popular. I'm not holding my breath about that. <laughs> not you, anytime soon. You say that, but but inside your 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 heart of hearts, don't you hope against hope that uh, that the Renaissance is, is upon us, just <laughs> waiting to spring out at any time? I'm hoping that live. true? I'm hoping to see that live action in my lifetime. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you guys are hoping hoping the end of the world happens before that, but man, I'm maybe that will be the end of the world. Maybe that'll be the last I, I, um, the last sound of the apocalypse. But when, when that happens, I think I'll have an appointment with uh, with a long walk off a short pier. Yeah. <laughs> Amaro played by Michael Sarah. <laughs> oh my God! Don't even say that. Hey man, I'm just I'm just talking oh. nonsense. But um, oh God, you. <laughs> Oh. And, and you Char- just get you just get worse every time. And sharp, sharp play by Sean William Scott. I'll be here all night. <laughs> anyway, um, what's, what's next? Uh, Gear and Zombie played by Zac Efron. Hey man, <laughs> maybe, maybe. No, that would be Zac Efron would play Garma Garma Zabi all day long. Lala soon played by Vanessa Hudgens. Hey man, Sela by uh, Miley Cyrus. <laughs> Ew. With her blonde wig. Ew, terrible. Anyway, though, um, I think that um, I think there's there's a chance in the the far future for Gundam to become popular hell. again. But um, I think a snowball's I think, chance <laughs> in hell. <laughs> I mean, the, with all the live action movies coming out, there's a venue for it sometime in the future. Uh, maybe it'll get referenced somehow and peak interest. Well, um, I, I think the, I, I hope that that happens in that way, and Gundam gets recognized for the 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 exceptional science fiction franchise that it is. But it's it's I, I forgot to probably say this too is. Um, the problem also it has is it's a very male-dominated type of show. Very true. And I know I'm probably making someone mad when I say that, but most girls don't really watch um, Gundam. Not unless there's a hook of um, bitches yeah. being in it. And, you know, it's just... The, you've, you've, you've pissed off Kishiria now. Yeah. Now you've done it too. That's fine. No, because um, Kishiria is awesome. <laughs> thank, thank you. She, um, but I, I'm just saying, it, it, you know, it's it's such a, it, and even in even in Japan, it's always been more of a of a more manly, you know, more male dominated type of show because of um, you know giant robots. It's kind of you know, and that's and where the revenue comes from. Yeah. So it, it it just it just doesn't make it would make sense that it's going to be more of a niche title, and you know that's probably my thing there. But so sorry sorry to all the women I just offended, but. Um, <laughs> I'm sure I heard about that. But. All, all one of them who listen to our show? There's more than one. I'd like so. to say there's at least a handful. A handful. I'll, I'll, no apologize. I'll apologize on behalf of Neo to Kisheria and maybe the one other female who listens to us right now. So, <laughs> I'm sorry that he sucks so much. Yeah. You, you, you sexist bastard. You dirty, dirty man. You should yes. feel ashamed of yourself for your, your heinous thoughts and, and your... Your backwards beliefs. Actually, I feel kind of dirty from the, fil- uh, the filthy thoughts I had watching that topless Cheryl Gnome doll. <laughs> well, maybe we'll discuss it in Neo's News. <laughs> maybe we do. Or think- technically, maybe we did. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, that's right. The news does come before a topic, doesn't it? Oops. I would hope <laughs> might have might have let a secret out. Ancient podcast in secret. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyway, you know, my whole idea for this message. For this topic came from um, actually a couple of topics on on Mecha Talk that appeared in December at around the same time. One was about um, you know why is Gundam unpopular in the U.S. and the other was an idea for a rebuild of Gundam where if you did all of these things, maybe that would make it really popular here. Yeah, but by doing the show from scratch and throwing in cameos from 
MSV guys that nobody here has ever heard of. <laughs> and, and side story characters. Wow, that's reaching. Yeah. So that got me to thinking because over the years, you know, there have been many, uh, many people of Solbro's persuasion, uh, hopeless dreamers who, uh, you know, they go on and on about how if this happens and 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 then this happens and maybe if this happens, then maybe Gundam can be really popular again. The daisy chain of impossibility. And, um, you know, they all have this attitude that um, it's this, you know, massive, ginormous blockbuster hit waiting to happen if only the ignorant masses knew about it. Yeah, or, or, it's, or that, it, like I said earlier, some large conspiracy theory by um, or th- through all of the American businesses to try to keep it from becoming this huge successful <laughs> entity or in the you know some some bizarre scenario like okay if we if we dress up as the UPS guy and we go to LA and we somehow sneak the DVDs into Steven Spielberg's house <laughs> and get him to watch them then next thing you know DreamWorks will announce mm-hmm. that it's making a live action MSG trilogy right yeah. if if only we can do all of that stuff. Yeah. To be honest, I, I'm pretty sure Spielberg has already seen at least enough of Gundam that he wants to see. I, <laughs> well, I would think it's probably more likely that you can get elected president of the United States than you can <laughs> dress up as the UPS man and try to sneak something into Steven Spielberg's house and get him to watch it. Or you could be a, 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 a party crasher at pres- or for a party at the president of the United States. <laughs> or... Or you could be a teabagger of whatever variety persuades you. Yeah. <laughs> Whether it's the, the political or, or the sensual, or both. Or both of those while you're playing video games. So you go for your, your, your triple bagging. Nice. Oh, nice. It's but anyway, you know, these people, uh, I, I, you know, I'm, I understand that you know, they're, they're all fans, and, and anybody who's a fan of any franchise, they naturally want to see it succeed. But um, wanting to see it succeed doesn't mean that you become completely divorced from reality. Yeah. And I've noticed that a lot of people have demonstrated over the years that they don't seem to understand how the industry works and um, they don't know anything, but yet they have these very strongly held opinions out of their ignorance. Uh, one example that caught my attention, I don't want to single out anybody, but... <laughs> The same token, I don't remember who it was that said this. In the thread, there was someone making the comment blaming uh, Cartoon Network for airing all of these series out of order, where that doesn't even make any sense because they didn't, they didn't choose what got brought over here. Yeah. You know, Bandai offered up something and Cartoon Network wanted it, they aired it. Right. You know, they didn't choose like, you know, oh, we're going to air Wing and then we're going to get, you know, MSG and then we're going to put out Charge Counterattack. No, that's, that's Bandai who decided that. So, you know, there's a perfect example of someone who unfortunately doesn't know what they're talking about but is blaming some group for something they didn't do. And, well, and, it, and, and mind you, I'm not defending Cartoon Network here because... Right. It's very well known, my, my dislike for um, many of the things they do. But, you know, if you're going to put the blame somewhere, put the blame where it's due. Yeah. And you got to remember, too, when you're dealing with, um, especially the, some of the time slots they were showing uh, Gundam, uh, like on Toonami and stuff, th- these are, you know, these are areas where they want to get advertising revenue. And if they're not getting the viewership to charge the, for the advertising that they want to get, then they're going to move something. And unfortunately, if... Gundam wasn't getting it, then you know they're going to take it off, or going to, or they're going to move it to another time. I mean, there's, you know, not just that, but one of the reasons Gundam got on TV here and uh, was on Cartoon Network for those first few years was that uh, Cartoon Network had a merchandising yeah. deal in place with Bandai America, mm-hmm. not Bandai Entertainment, Bandai America. 
and they got a cut of um, the toy sales. Yeah. Oh. So that was, you know, uh, Cartoon Network's motive for putting the shows on. As long as the shows delivered and the toys sold, because, you know, the shows are meant to promote the toys, as long as that worked and they were getting their money, they were happy to air things. But once those ratings weren't delivering and translating into toy sales, then, well, where does their motivation go to yeah. want to air these things? And that's just, that's just simple business. You know, business sense. Yeah. You know, if, you're ex- if, if, part of, if your bottom line is that you need to get a cut of these things for it to be successful to justify having in that time slot, and there's not enough sales for you to get that cut, why are you going to you know, waste that valuable screen real estate that could be used by something else that will be profitable? for you makes sense and that's just I the mean, way it is that's, that's always how the, t- uh, the tv business has been too so it's really no surprise i mean i've watched plenty of yeah. shows that have been canned um far before you know they ran their full course um gundam has the dis- um one of the um odd distinctions of starting up i think three times and <laughs> getting canceled before it ended its run each time mobile suit gundam i should say and um it's not that cartoon network didn't try they tried different time slots and um, they brought it back out of um, fan demand, and it just wasn't getting anywhere. And I, 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 I can't blame them wholly. I mean, I, I wish that Bandai did it. Uh, they they um, tried to introduce it in a, a different way, but I, I well, was, here's here's the problem the way I see it. Right, and that is, you know, like I said, that people just don't understand how the industry works, and they view it only from the perspective of a fan of I want this, I demand to see this, and you know. The studios and the broadcast networks and all of that should be totally beholden to me and my demands and show this whether it brings in any ratings or not. Right. And, you know, sometimes just because something's good doesn't mean it's going to survive. Ask, uh, ask Conan O'Brien about that. He's, uh, I'm, sure, I'm sure he could tell you loads and loads about that. Oh, man, Conan. Yeah, and, and, you know, that's, that's a perfect example. And uh, I don't know that and, you know, the, the fact that you know, like you said, um, just because you think it's wonderful doesn't mean that it's going to be the mass market thing. It, and it may not be perceived by the public that yeah. way. Yeah. And yeah. You know, not everyone is going to be satisfied by everything. You know, I think I think uh, American Idol is utter garbage <laughs> and is you know just more food for the mindless masses. Yeah. But it gets lots of ratings. Yeah. You can't deny its yeah. effect and its appeal. And It appeals to lots of morons out there, millions yeah. and millions of them, and I'm not one of them. And by the same token, you know, there's shows that I like that I think are great, but unfortunately, uh, they don't make the cut. So, you know, people just, just need to understand when it comes to network anything, whether it's a broadcast network or a cable network, mm-hmm. not everything is going to satisfy everyone all the time. Just ask, never- just ask Josh Whedon. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, hey, if I had it, if I had it my way, you know, Firefly would be in its like seventh season now. But yeah. you know, unfortunately, Fox raped that show and destroyed it. And you know, hey, at least we got Serenity. But you know, what can you do? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just how it is. If the viewers aren't there, the show's not long for the, long, not long for this world. And um, yeah. but I mean, it, it, it shouldn't quench your support for it. I mean, if anything, but that's why I said there's nothing wrong with being a fan of something and yeah. wanting to succeed, but. You have to be realistic, and you know the ignorance that people have about the way things work is perpetuated by you know these bizarre notions they have of well, if all of this stuff happens and they did this, then it'd be mega successful. No, it wouldn't be. And the other problem, and this is something we've discussed before, is um, people conflating you know the way things are in their group 
of friends or in their community and assuming that that's a national trend. Yeah, that's that. True. And the other thing is, is, this is the thing that bothers me the most about people that watch anime, and it doesn't matter if it's Gundam or whatever. You have these these fans. They're all big fans, but they never, when they finally do bring these shows over on DVD or something like that, they never support it. So, they never support it. Yeah. But my point was, you yeah. know, just because maybe you know in your neighborhood five or ten guys yeah. who like Gundam, it doesn't mean that it's this huge thing everywhere. Right. A local trend does not imply a national one. Hmm. And um, I lost my, lost my train of thought there for a second. But, um, and you've got to think, too, in, in a lot of ways also when it comes to Gundam, especially the earlier Gundam, it was truly very Japanese in nature. The, the other way. So, I mean, some of that stuff doesn't translate that well to, you know, coming over here at times. Not only that, but Transformers aside. Oh, God, are we doing Robots, this? no, uh, Transformers aside, robots just aren't that popular here yeah. in America. And G1 was crap. <laughs> and that's a whole other show. <laughs> that is a whole, that's a whole other set of shows. But, you know, seriously, you know, a lot of people, like, I notice every time some kind of movie comes out, Transformers... Oh my god, Transformers was a huge hit. Gundam's going to come out next. No, it's not. Yeah. Right now it stands as the exception they're, to the rule. <laughs> they're, they're different things. Yeah. Transformers is lots of loud noises and explosions and big masses of metal that move around that are vaguely human-shaped. Yeah. And, and that talk and have and, and intelligence. Talk. Gundam is, you know... it's And like, then Megan Fox. Yeah. <laughs> Gundam, it's, um, you know, real, real nasty little kids piloting these things angsting about everything from their parents to their Damn. girlfriend <laughs> and uh, the robot doesn't talk let's not forget that you know gundam doesn't have any history here yeah. transformers has a whole legion of fanboys my age who grew up watching this crap 25 years ago yeah. and have been devoted to it ever since then yeah. it's, a, it's a time to 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 grow and blossom i mean the kids of yesteryear are now the adults of today so you yeah know, they grew up watching it you know it, it was it holds a special place in their heart and it's just like in movie. japan the adults of today who were the young boys of yesteryear watching the original and zeta yep here it's it's transformers it's the same yeah. ripple so effect that's our that's our big robot franchise you got that's it. all we have space for in this country because that's just the way it is very true that space is not open for gundam <laughs> the bubble came and it burst um you know we're recording this in what mid-january and early march marks 10 years since wing started airing on cartoon network whoa yeah 10 years Damn. those days are long gone they're that's, never coming back and that's the other thing that people have to get uh, get over it's like you, you, everybody feels like it was like just a year ago that it was on it feels it's like not <laughs> it's not i mean if you really look at it it doesn't I mean, it's been 10 years yeah, yeah. it's been a been a solid decade man that that is that is crazy when you think about and it. if it had life it would still be cropping up every so often you know you'd, you'd probably have re-releases of dvds and yeah stuff like that and they and they do i they understand do. that they yeah. do but not not to the same effect not like uh, you know like a dragon ball z i mean it's still people still understand it's not on tv anymore but you know they remastered all the old all the old uh, dvds and, still and then they remastered the remaster and remastered yeah. the remaster <laughs> and then made it fake widescreen and then they put it back to full screen and then they remastered it again and dragon ball is kind of a unique creature because funimation can put that series out a gazillion times on a gazillion formats people will always buy it no matter what yeah not everything has that kind of um life of its own and it, it had a, it had a different it had a more cross uh you know crossover appeal to it too um yeah right you know because in a lot of ways it was like animated kung fu movies <laughs> you know it's just an animated kung fu movie 
So well, I, I think what's important to me is the seeds that the that the franchise has planted in 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 people across the world and destiny. And that was one of the seeds <laughs> it planted. No pun, no pun intended, but <laughs> but yeah, just um, I, I I think that's what's important, and um, you know, it might actually reflect in other 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 shows and other um other programs that that'll come out in the future maybe even some movies not 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 Gundam actual movies but you might you might see things here and there that might actually segue to a live action Gundam Gundam. (laughs) I'd like to see that but I'm I know I'm in the minority so (laughs) thank goodness so moving on um since you guys uh, have printed this up why don't we uh, go over some of the selected comments from uh Mecha Talk users and uh debate some of their points so well, we get, just give us with some you know the condensed versions of some people's comments oh, yeah. and what their names were i've got seraphix here um seraphic um posted uh for this subject um that's a for the subject of uh, gundam will never be as popular again in america as it once was um he says that's okay there are less idiots to deal with what's left is jerks stubborn people and highly opinionated people he goes on to say i suppose a lot of people are upset because of availability of the material is limited for us and nearly all of the interesting stuff goes untranslated or is out of reach and lastly um personally i'm not all upset that gundam is not extremely popular at least i have some level of access to it and i'm able to share it with people close to me i don't i guess he's at um he's he's um he's quite comfortable with the level of fandom that it's at right now across the world <laughs> a, a surprisingly sober take yep. on, uh, on the state of affairs any any comments on that gentlemen um, I think he's well adjusted in, in, in the state of affairs as, as of right just, now. Just the fact that maybe I think uh, the availability is out there. I mean, with the internet, you are able to get stuff, and um, I don't always agree that the most interesting stuff is the stuff that's untranslated. Maybe that's one of those things like what we've discussed with um, Unicorn, you know, because it, we we know nothing about it, but it's supposed to be good. Hey, but I mean, you know what? Though? Because we when, haven't seen it. When we went through our whole. Um, journey of watching every glass gundam show i mean we were interested in seeing them because they were gundam and not all of them were at the same level as the ones that we really enjoyed but you know i enjoyed watching them i, I can't really say there was one gundam show that was that was terrible um save for maybe um <laughs> even destiny as much as we rag on it you know there's there's some value to watching it at least once but i uh, <laughs> i just i just i just um i think that That's uh got nothing to do with it being untranslated though destiny well, was available destiny here. was brought here but we yeah. we watched it at a time where it wasn't here so i mean i'm just i'm just i'm just looking at it that way but yeah there's just some series that aren't here like turn a gundam i don't see turn a gundam being a, a widespread hit i honestly don't you really have to be a gundam fan to well, really love it. no it's gonna be show. huge guys it's gonna be huge 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 <laughs> if only you would believe yeah and if anything it's it's a great show i i enjoy it but you put that on cartoon network it's getting canceled the first week <laughs> Get just canceled just. before the episode's over. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry, Laurent. <laughs> so, um, another comment, please. Let me see on um, one of these folks here. And oh, uh, look, we've, we've got one from uh, from good old Peter. Why don't, why, don't, why, don't, why don't one of you share with us what Peter had to say? Oh, well, good old Peter has to say. Um, doesn't matter if it's it basically it's not. It doesn't matter if. Um, Gundam's not popular over here. I'm wondering if he's meaning the U.S. or Canada. And he goes, it doesn't, it doesn't uh, invalidate my fondness for the franchise. There's plenty of DVDs that can still be purchased. And for the people, you know, for Model Kits, you got Hobby Link Japan and all that. So 
Um, you know, the, the only, and he goes, the only added inconvenience is what you need to pay shipping and wait two weeks for it to come. But I mean, I, in a lot of ways, what he's saying is right. It's like, okay, maybe it isn't this huge uh, breakout success. And, you know, it's, it's not like we're getting Mo, uh, Zeta Gundam, the movie, you know, like, like Solbro wants. But, um, you know, he, he's looking at the aspect of, you know, this isn't 10 years ago. So we do have these, there is availability of, of enjoying this stuff for yourself. I mean, like you go to any of those model websites mm -hmm. if you want any of them you can buy them yeah and, he, you know well peter's uh comment brings up uh the question that we haven't debated yet and that most people didn't really um bring up which is why does it need to be popular yeah and that's true because you, if if you're if you enjoy it like peter stated here you can go and enjoy it yourself, and you know the, these things are available. Yeah, because you know it's you know there's model kits out there if you want to get them. You know, seven out of the eleven TV shows have been released here, which you know is a pretty good. Average. Despite the fact that I want some of the ones that aren't available here, that's a pretty good track record for such a huge franchise. Because yeah. you know how many franchises as big as Gundam have been released here and have had that much material released. It is a lot if you really think about it. And what's interesting about Destiny Gundam's post is that he describes ways that you can support the franchise even if it's, you know, the, the majority of the products aren't out here. Or, you know, the certain products aren't out here. You can support it in your own ways and I think that was really, really, really cool of him to just, just put in his own, um, his own experience with how he keeps up with the, with the, um, with the franchise and, and the products that it has. But, I mean, really the point of, you know, that... It, like you said, it, it doesn't need to be popular. No, it really doesn't need to be have that mass popularity now to for us to get these programs or to get the um, model kits or whatever because of how um, you know technology has advanced since ten years ago. Well, so another comment. All right, the one I have here. Let's see. I have one here from um, Mula Flaga here, one of our listeners that's in Australia. Um, he says, "Well, that is unfortunately true for now, and it's." Uh, now, sorry, it's unfortunately true for now that it's not going to be the same as the wing days. However, on the flip side, from Australia, the 8th MS team and 0083 were recently released here as the uh, first UC testing series. And um, on Madman, who's the distributor for it over in Australia, they say that um, 0083 is selling quite well. Um, they, he's, he goes on to say that he thinks it will be interesting in time to see where the franchise will be in the next 20 years, especially as um, newer anime fans come around to see it and get potentially interested. And um, I guess it is interesting to see where the, where the franchise will be 20 years from now and if, um, if there will be you know, a, a growing group of people that will actually be interested in it. And I guess if we're doing a show 20 years from now, we'll know. <laughs> But um, what were you guys' thoughts on that? Well, well, uh, go ahead, uh, go ahead uh, Neo. Oh, I was just gonna say it, it, it's his little comment there that you know supposedly it's it's selling quite well. That is one of the weird things I've always kind of noticed, even um, after you know the heyday of Wing went away, as uh, it it did seem like the Gundam videos would come out and you go to different stores to buy them, and if you got them or if like you saw them one week and you came back maybe a week or two later, a lot of times they were gone. So I mean there is. You know, I, I don't always think if a success is always equated to big, huge success. You know, maybe maybe it doesn't have the Star Wars or Star Trek appeal where it's just so massively huge in the United States. But, you know, they, Bandai and them must be getting something from it because they wouldn't still be going through the trouble of releasing this stuff over here. If it was a or releasing a crappy Gundam game every year here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that too. Because they, 
they should they they do make sure to uh, like clockwork every year release a horrible Gundam game here, and it's always sold out after you know a couple <laughs> months at the game store it's gone. Yeah, until it appears in like massive quantities um, in the GameStop used section. <laughs> Tell me about it. Like every GameStop I go to has like a gajillion used copies. Um, a lot on 360, surprisingly, of uh, Dynasty Warriors Gundam One. Oh, yeah, I, I wonder why. <laughs> I still it own mine. Smells like uh, Dynasty Warriors. If it looks like Dynasty Warriors, it's Dynasty Warriors. <laughs> hey, hey, Soulbro, uh, tell me how how great was that mobile ops game? Oh yeah, that's right. You never played it because it never came out in America. Oh, oh I played. Oh, I played it. I played the demo. <laughs> yeah, you played. You played the hacked demo. Oh, I did the beta. <laughs> Which was which was fun, but yeah, it never saw the light of day here in America. I guess um, I guess I'll, I'll keep go, I'll go on wanting. I guess it's a testament <laughs> to the fact that sometimes you can try to Americanize something, and it doesn't quite work because yeah. you know we saw how you know they 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 put out Mobile Ops: The One Year War as the t- title of this game to like try to de-animify it yeah. Yeah. as much as possible and to put all of these dirty looking. <laughs> run-down looking mobile suits to try to make it look as unanime as possible. Maybe to try to appeal to that sort of like mech warrior crowd. And well, obviously that didn't happen. No, since never- so. Uh, any other comments we want to read off of? I know we got to have some hopers and dreamers in these comments. I saw them. Oh well, um, Neo, you, you spot any? I'm looking right now. Well, I see here. Um, here's one from Vinkativ. Um, I believe that this statement can reflect upon anime as a whole. The use of yesterday, uh, me, that's what he wrote there in the parentheses, um, who grew up watching Gundam on Cartoon Network are probably going to be the last major breakthrough of Gundam in North America for the foreseeable future. Looks like he's pretty well adjusted with that. Um, Any hopeful people? Uh, I know they're there. I know they're there too. They're they're, they're like uh, cockroaches attracted to (laughs) things cockroaches are attracted to. I know there's <laughs> like food. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Uh, but not lights. They don't like lights. No, they don't. Oh, yeah. A lot of people are actually pretty cynical about it. Let's see. Yeah, a lot of people are saying that um, Gundam, Gundam Wing is the height of its uh, popularity here. But I'm trying to see if. Uh, Let's see what um, my friend uh, Jeff, a.k.a. Jabman025, has to say here. He says, not in our lifetime, no. Anime as a whole got a huge boom from Cartoon Network, as more anime was shown on American TV than any other time in history. Now Cartoon Network barely shows any anime, period. Family Guy and Robot Chicken are now considered the premier cartoon shows on that network. Put simply, the majority of the American population has yet has, has to see it to accept it. No anime on TV, no growth of the fan base. And he goes on to say, um, the only real hope I see is the coming wave of live-action movies from Hollywood based on anime shows or movies. Um, Battle Angel Antilla. I'm not sure what that is. I think he meant Alita. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry, Jeff. I had to rip you on that one. Don't worry. You'll get me back. Um, Akira, Ghost in the Shell, Cowboy Bebop, and the other anime series are currently being backed by Hollywood stars. If these movies do create a new growth in the anime and Gundam, the fan base will be a very slow but growing one. And See, he's a he's he's a little a little bit of a hoper and dreamer there. Yeah. Sorry, yeah. Jeff, but you know <laughs> w- what I would say is, what do any of those movies have to do 
with anything. Right. They're, um, you know what? What is what is what does Battle Angel Alita or Ghost in the Shell Cowboy Bebop have, Cowboy Bebop have to do with you know angry youths piloting samurai-looking robots in future wars? <laughs> well, there movie there would be movies based off of um, animes and maybe. But maybe, what I'm maybe saying maybe is, a, a I'm saying is, small. even if mm-hmm. what I'm saying is, if you know, even if all of those movies get made, because of course you know. They could all disappear into development hell. Yeah. And even if all those movies were successful, mm-hmm. what does any of that have to do with Gundam? Yeah, with that's Gun- true. Um, nothing. No, no, I mean, no, directly, no. Uh, you're right. It, it really has nothing to do with it. I mean, the most you could hope for is people trickling down and happen to stumble stumble upon Gundam because you know they have it. It 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 it's an anime series just like them. So. Um, but the thing is, you know, it's it's a it's a huge logical leap because most of the yeah. things he mentioned, uh, you know, Akira. Very well known here in the community yeah. from the VHS days, Ghost in the Shell, also known from you know like the old days of the first movie. That's that that was like the gateway drug for like everybody and his little brother in the nineties. Bebop true. was very popular when it aired on Cartoon Network. I mean that show aired like you know they reran those twenty six episodes for how many freaking years? <laughs> Quite a bit <laughs> on Adult Swim. So even all of those franchises, they all have history here, right? But again, just because those things are successful, you know, doesn't mean Gundam will be. If if A and B does not necessarily mean then C. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. And so those being successful does not, you know, that that does that does not connect the dots directly to Gundam. It's a huge logical leap to just assume that those things will somehow pave the way for this. And and they're all a little different than what Gundam is. I mean, those are all more cyberpunk type shows and you know which have a different feel this is more you know Gundam's always been more young younger protagonist um kind of war story giant robots so it's yeah. it's got a little bit of a different feel to it and um no i i agree with you and a lot of the other comments that i'm seeing here too is people talking about i know um uh what the heck is armor array of new or v or whatever he is He's talking about how there's a bias towards things because they're not live action. I don't necessarily think that that's um, a good point either because as we've seen um, in movies and in, te- you know, in television, a lot of things that aren't necessarily live action have done very well, and especially in the last couple of years. I mean, um, you know, it seems like a lot of people's attitudes towards animation in the United States is, is being a lot different. Now, granted, the stories are much different than Gundam, so I don't necessarily always think it's one of these live action versus um, animated type of deals here. It's it's right. just it's just more of the tone and possibly the um, you know the, the the story that's being told. And um, I, I still think there's a bias, but it's not as strong as it used to be. Like when I grew up in the '80s, and I I I, I was or in the late '90s when um I had finished high school and whatnot, and people were saying, "Oh, you watch you watch cartoons." I was like, yeah, because you know they're not just they're not just you know they're not just they're not Tom and Jerry anymore, right? or or what, what you know you, you watch that Japanimation <laughs> stuff animation crap it's just a bunch of tentacles that, raping women you watch women. those Japanimation <laughs> pornos with the the, the with tentacles the te- with the tentacles and the schoolgirls getting raped it's like yeah that's all I watch no <laughs> but no I mean there, well, there, 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 there'll always be a bias it's just I, you know but then again in the yeah. in in defense of that ignorance as oxymoronic as that may sound <laughs> look at the stuff they got released here. In the nineties, yeah. yeah. Look at the stuff they you got know, on TV today. The 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 the, the uh, distributors that were around back then, most of which don't exist anymore. Right. Uh, you know, they released um, 
you know, the ultra-violent, you know, ultra-sexualized, ultra-bloody, like, yeah, look at this, there's dudes <laughs> exploding and there's, you know, big boobed chicks and action, explosion, sex, death, violence, yeah. I'm looking at you, U.S. renditions. <laughs> so, you know, that's the kind of stuff that got released here. So I can't, I can't, you know, totally blame the ignorant masses for having that impression, given that that's the stuff that was pushed the most for the longest amount of time until, like, you know, the Pokemon era. Yeah. And then, and then that's a whole other animal all to itself. A lot of that people is, think that's a whole other that's a whole other uh, <laughs> can of worms. Exactly. A lot of people think that's all anime is is just a bunch of kids um, dueling monsters. And I, I don't know, know what's worse. We've we've moved from porno yeah. uh, <laughs> monsters to um, you know little fighting monsters for kids. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> but for the most part, it, it, Maybe it, next we'll have uh, fighting porno monsters. Hey man, that that that's a thought. <laughs> but it, it's about synergy. Synergy. <laughs> let's see um yeah he brings up a uh, batman animated series that he says that was a more serious uh, cartoon show it was seen mostly as a show for kids in the eyes of most and the anime anime is no different from anyone those days you're always gonna have people who are just not into animation i have plenty of friends who aren't and um you're not gonna you don't count on those people that actually you know fall in love with gundam or any animated series for unfortunately that, that stereotype is never going to be broken because yeah, yeah. It's just it's just far too deeply ingrained in the American psyche. Yeah. That, you know, nothing will do it. I mean, I've I've shown people who have this belief, I've shown them freaking Grave of the Fireflies. Yeah. Yeah. And it does nothing to them. That's a shame. And they <laughs> still think it's all just childish stuff. Well, wow. and, and, so. and I always kind of find it funny too that um those type of people, they they say all that but they'll they'll watch them some family guy every every week. Yeah. The Simpsons. I've <laughs> been no watching Simpsons for that. the entire twenty years, twenty year run. Yeah, and they'll say the same thing. And I was like, really? Because would you have your kids watch The Simpsons? Like you really <laughs> young kids? I said, like, get back to me on that one. Well, yeah. So you know that 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 belief's never going to be ingrained, and the American it's never going to be broken. And the American shows that do uh, cut against the grain. Look how they all end up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Batman is gone. Yeah. Yeah. And they made crappy shows since then uh exo squad you know probably the closest thing to like uh a japanese style mecha series oh, no yeah. surprise wow. you know, the creators listed gundam as an influence that show um didn't last and it got canceled gargoyles got screwed over it got canceled Ooh, did it ever <laughs> you know every american show that does well that that goes against the it, that tries to rock the boat and break out of the like dumb cartoon style mm-hmm. always gets screwed over and canceled. It yeah. does, and um, so you know that's just that's just their lot in life. And so too is it for anime. Very true. I, I have one more here, and um, it's from uh, Fred Rex. Oh, oh. Um, he writes here. Um, I really don't think it can make a comeback. Mentalities. Sorry, mentalities and tastes have changed since the days of Toonami and Mighty Morphing Power Rangers. There's, there is almost no way to market these shows other than to kids because the guys in the corporate office, minus the various anime dis, dis, uh, distributors, think they are just Japanese cartoon and don't mean anything. And sure, we'd love to live in a world where you can walk into Toys R Us or Walmart and pick up a Gundam model or an action figure, but it, isn't, it just isn't going to happen now. Well, um, Pretty this, much. Neil, you were saying something about this, the big bad businessman. 
Do what? You were saying something about the big bad businessman earlier, big about the fact business. that a lot of people blame, um, you know, corporate heads for Kennedy shows or, or um, to just not having an interest. In well, yeah, I mean, and mainstreaming uh, them and just enforcing them upon the public who's not willing to, you know, to to delve yeah, into I mean, them. And, and we've already kind of talked about that, but I mean, it's just, I don't know, I. I wouldn't be as fatalistic either, but it, I guess it all kind of boils down to the fact, too, of, like we asked earlier, it, you know, sh- does it have to be for it to be successful? Right. I mean, you we're, guess what? I mean, it, one of the bright sides that you can look at everything is we're getting English releases of Unicorn when that comes out. So, I mean, there might be, there must be something. They yeah. might have identified something that we're... And we had last year uh, double, double O on Sci-Fi. Yeah, yeah we yeah, did. Which, you know, was the first time in years that a Gundam show aired in America. The first time in five years. So to come out of like near oblivion and to air a show on sci-fi and presumably do well enough that they aired both seasons yeah. and probably expose some new people to the franchise, that's good. Yeah. And the fact that you can't find those box sets now <laughs> of uh <laughs> you know of of double O. I mean and, uh, you know double O you know probably reached a wider audience you know, now because it aired on TV, then Destiny did because it didn't air on TV, and that's a good thing. That's really and good. whatever the next Gundam show is, if it happens to air here too, that's great, and maybe it'll attract some other fans. So, you know, it's it's not a failure by any means. It certainly does well enough to uh, you know continue being brought over because you know they're not going to keep bringing over something that's failing. Yeah. yeah. So the fact that, you know, there's, there still are crappy video games that come out. <laughs> there's still manga that comes out. There's still DVDs that come out. That, to me, that's fine. Yeah. As I mean, long it, as I can get my hands on these things that I want to collect, you know, I'm happy. I mean, if, right if, if people are thinking, like, you know, being big is, like, competing with, like, a Star Wars or a Star Trek or something like that. <laughs> Good luck. They're, they're definitely living in a dream world yeah. because... You Just know. because Gundam is on that level in Japan doesn't mean it's going to be so here. Yeah, no. exactly. It doesn't have to be. I mean, look, look how many movies probably do well here in, in the United States when they go over to Japan and vice versa. They yeah. probably don't do as well. Yeah, when you reverse the game, is, is, it, uh, is Star Wars or Star Trek more popular than Gundam in Japan? Probably not. Probably not. I mean, if anything, I think Star Wars might be close, but I don't really see people cosplaying as Star Wars characters as much as I do Gundam characters. That's any... Um, any any kind of symptom of what kind of effect it's had on the public. I mean, Gundam is a cultural, so are, it's a cultural are, are phenomenon you in Japan. There's no stormtrooper brigade in. Oh, uh, there's the dancing in, stormtrooper in, in Japan. In, there's a dancing stormtrooper in the middle of um, Tokyo. <laughs> Not just that, but you know, it's it's the old concept of uh, you know, it's the home team advantage. Yeah. yeah. You know, Gundam is a Japanese thing. Of course, it's going to be big in Japan. Of course. Star Wars is an American thing. Of course, it's going to be big in America. Exactly. So the grass is always greener on the other side. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So I yeah I mean I think that's what it really comes down to I I think with if we really look at like what's being big we need to be within reason you yeah. know um, like you said with the fact that all this stuff's being brought over double O unicorn all this stuff I mean there is some site some type of success that is being enjoyed by these companies because guess what they wouldn't be bringing it over at the end of the day to me it's important that Gundam is popular in Japan because that means stuff will continue to come out and it'll continue to trickle down to us. And I'm I'm cool with to that. Trickle down to us filthy, unworthy foreigners. That's yeah. right. <laughs> but that that's all I got from the um from the listener um yeah. participation thread. Thank you everybody for um participating and, in that. And not, and not enough trickling into Port Tomino's pocket, right? 
as that man just sits in his living room crying. <laughs> crying. Why didn't I do like Lucas and keep the merchandising right? <laughs> as, he, as he's watching, uh, you know, JNN for the financial market update and Sunrise, Namco Bandai just posted the greatest gain ever in its, in its company's history. Dude. She's an interview on TV with the chief Gundam officer from yeah. Bandai. <laughs> oh. And all he gets is that little, uh, that little uh, based on Mobile Suit Gundam by Yoshiyuki Tamino. Maybe he gets a little pension check in the mail. <laughs> Here's your 12 cent check. You know what he does? Royalties. You know what he does to relieve stress, right? He goes in his backyard and blows up a video game system. There you go. There you go. I just think he cries. Is everything video games are evil and nothing good has been made since Tetris, right? I, I just right. got this sad thing that he's in a he's in a he's in a small little apartment with oh. all the all the drapes drawn, and he just sits. He just sits Indian style, just crying into his hands oh, every man. morning. He's not sitting on that Akira Toriyama money, huh? No. <laughs> oh, damn it. Certainly not that uh, Ichiro Oda money. <laughs> Hell no. That dude's getting paid right now as we talk. <laughs> well, I think uh, that wraps up uh, our discussion yeah. for uh, this first theme topic for Gundam. And uh, right after the break, we'll be right back to uh, go after Macross. Oh, oh. So, and Soul Bro. You're l- <laughs> yep. You're listening and Robotech. Oh, bastard. Shadow Chronicles all the way. Hey, you're listening to Gundam at MAHQ. Walter, I love you, but sooner or later you're going to have to face the fact you're a goddamn moron. This episode of Gundam is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Right now, they're offering special discounts to our listeners. Just simply go to GoDaddy.com and use the code GUN8 for 10% off any order not already discounted. GUN9 for $5 off purchases that are $30 or more on any items not already discounted. .com domain names are as low as $749 if you use the code GUN10. And last but not least, code 20H1 for 20% off hosting plans. For more information, you can go to Gundam.net and click on the GoDaddy link in the Sponsors and Special Offers section. Don't wait too long. The domain name you've always wanted might be claimed by someone else before you know it. Register with GoDaddy.com today. Just gotta keep on trucking. Yes, sir! I'm gonna go outside and make myself a nice, big, shiny, first-place medal, sit in the sun, and have a stupendous friggin' day! Gundam it! Well, all right, you're messy. Would you make me a medal, too? This segment of Gundam at MAHQ is brought to you by GoDaddy.com. Welcome back. You're listening to the show with more game than Tic-Tac-Toe with Garrett and Setsuna. That's right. It's Gundam at MAHQ. And welcome to part two of our um, ongoing discussion about um, crushing fanboys' dreams and hopes. <laughs> Including <laughs> yours, Chief of All. Mine, of course. Mine are, mine are getting gutted. And um, in this part of the discussion... Uh, we will be talking about Macross and its state in uh, foreign markets. Um, the topic at hand is Harmony Gold will maintain an iron grip on Robotech 
and no one else is ever going to release any macros. True. Case in point, <laughs> Neil with no hesitation. But um, that's 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 a pretty um that's a pretty raw statement, but it's got a lot pretty of truth to statement. it. It's pretty accurate too, and um, we'll get not pretty accurate, completely accurate because <laughs> I wrote it. Therefore, it's true. For those so shall it be said, so, so shall it be done. For those exactly. who so say we all, so say we all. But for those who don't know, um, the Macross license is pretty much um, in in North America. It's pretty pretty much owned by Harmony Gold, and um, it's been long known that um, they have held off on having other Macrosses released here. Because of the um, the fact that they have um, their Robotech franchise that they would like to you know to further promote, and they they've tried. I mean, they, they came up with um, Neo's favorite anime of all time, Shadow Chronicles, and um, that was that was <laughs> that was a rousing success. And of course, there's talk of a, a live action movie. But um, what is wrong with you people? <laughs> How can you make that thing successful? I'm just I'm, that I'm, was the I'm most, being I'm, oh I'll say that tongue in cheek. God. <laughs> no, but what it was successful. Really, was it? Man. Yeah. Well, damn. I guess that's it's why sold. they're making a second one. Yeah, that's true. And I mean, uh, you wouldn't make a, a second piece of crap if the first piece. That's of for crap. Robotech fanboys who just <laughs> yeah. breathlessly and blindly supported, you know, something new after so many years in their beloved franchise. Just like all of the chumps who went out and blindly loved Episode One ten years ago. Very true. Yeah. It's got the it's got the name on the product, so people are going to flock oh, to it. God. And it's it's a subpar product, from what I hear. And uh, it, subpar is being nice. That's being nice, huh? Well, oh until I see it, then I'll be I'll be real with it. But <laughs> until I do, but uh, yeah, it's 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 well known fact that Macross has been quite hindered. The the further um, installation, the further installments of the franchise in Japan have been quite hindered in um, other markets due to Harmony Gold and some of their actions. And um, I'd like to have um, Neo's thoughts on this. What, would, what, what, are, your, what are your thoughts on, um, on the state of affairs for uh, Macross in America? Um, newsflash. They're seven, Frontier, zero. They're not coming over. <laughs> um, newsflash. Uh, according to anybody, if according to Harmony Gold, the only thing that has transforming planes are uh, the Veritex and um, Robotech. <laughs> Uh, Don't forget the Alpha new, Fighters. New, Newsflash. Um, <laughs> Gundam will be po- popular like it was in the early 2000s in the time of Wing before uh, Macross will even come over and Har- Harmony Goal will uh, that, release. That is completely <laughs> true. <laughs> I actually see our first topic coming to fruition than um, our second. No, seriously, I, I honestly, honestly do believe this. I don't know too much about Harmony Gold as a company, but from the things I've heard, it's just like, the only thing I think that even makes them money is anything associated with Robotech. And there is just, they're just going to do everything in their power. Even though we've seen in the past companies can bury the hatchet and let bygones be bygones. And sometimes it's better to share than to keep all for yourself. But, you know, they, they, haven't, they uh, haven't realized. Well, this is that, Harmony Gold. You can, yeah. you can never under, underestimate a company's willingness to, uh, to greed. To, yeah. Uh, cloud their ability to actually make some profit. Yeah, yeah. You know, some companies it's like it's like, it's an either all it's a zero sum game, all or none, and nothing else matters. Yeah, no profit is better than some profit. Yeah, if you can't get it all. Exactly, and and, and that is definitely seems like that 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 is the business philosophy in Harmony Gold because um, you know outside of uh, what Plus was released over here and and two. And two. 
and you know I don't know how they got over here. I don't know the specifics of that, but well, know. I believe what happened was when those <coughs> when those were being released, Harmony Gold was practically on life support. Okay, and they didn't contest and fight for their trademark at the time, so they couldn't even afford legally. <laughs> you know, those things. It's kind of like they just flew by under the radar. Yeah. But now that Robotech has rejuvenated them and brought them back from um, the grave, yeah. Now it's a different story. Thank you, DVD sales. <laughs> but well, you own it. I do. I own it twice over. They, oh, get that part of the problem. I am. I guess I am, man. I, I I wanted to watch it again, man. What can I do? And you've never seen it. Uh, that makes it even funnier. Well, I mean, uh, well, Shadow Chronicles was a it was a birthday. Pr- it was a Christmas present. I've oh. seen all the Robotech. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Shadow Chronicles. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll see it. I didn't pay money for it though. Oh, I will tell you that. Someone you did did. Hey. Well. I can't help that, buddy. Oh. <laughs> but Chris, what were your thoughts on this? I know, I know there's also legal problems that Macross has in um, Japan well, too. But given that I wrote the the topic, uh, <laughs> <laughs> it should be pretty clear what my opinion is. But I mean, just just to expand upon it. Well, you know, just just to you know lay down something as sort of a you know sort of a uh, little cautionary note. Uh, there's a lot of things we don't know about uh, what's going on with with Harmony Gold, so I'm hesitant to really comment too much on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, certainly, some stuff they've done in the past is is rather unagreeable, like you know, trying to stop comic shops from importing Macross merchandise and you know that sort of stuff. So, you know, I don't know exactly how it is that they're a roadblock, but um, I think it's probably safe to say that they're even if they're not they're not hurting, they're certainly not helping. Right. Not at all. But there are other issues to be aware of, like, you know, uh, the cost of licensing the music for these shows, because, um, you know, some of these more recent productions like uh, Seven and um, Frontier, these music is owned by record companies because there's copious amounts of it. Yeah. And that's a whole bunch of licensing. Oh, yeah. And, and another and a legal nightmare all by itself. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a whole other thing. I mean, you know, if, if you were pissed off about, um, you know, the musical licensing for the Zeta Gundam opening and endings, well, you know, you ain't seen nothing yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think... Uh, one because of our... try, try getting everything from Firebomber. Yeah. Because <laughs> all of that crap is owned by Victor Entertainment. Oh, my God. Yeah, one of our, one of our listeners, um, take, take, come, come, um, he brought, he pointed that out in his, um, his post. Let me see here. I'll just mention a, a brief thing having to do with that since you brought it up. It says, um, oh, nowadays, I don't really blame Harmony Gold as much. Even if a miracle happened and the license could be brought over, Firebomber alone would make it nearly impossible to make any profit off of it. Actually, the music of Macross is more expensive than your average show in general. Um, he goes on to say, the Japanese anime industry is such a mess in general to deal with, and considering the only possible American outlet would probably be Bandai America, it's a doomed prospect anyway. Man, that raises my spirits. Not only that, but um, you know, Fire Armor, as much as I love their music, mm-hmm. is '90s rock. Yeah, yeah, that is. It, it is. The, it is a bit. The dated. time for that passed long, long ago. Yeah, that is true. So what I would say is, you know, Harmony Gold, whatever it is they're doing or not doing, they certainly don't seem to um, care too much about uh, getting Macross over here, and I sort of can't blame them because Robotech. You know, is a brand that's been known here for twenty-something years. But um, by the same token, the way I see it, Robotech and Macross don't have to be mutually exclusive. Yeah, that's true. You know, they could certainly make 
their crappy sequels that they want to and still release Macross materials here and make money both ways. Yeah, because yeah. at this point, um, the series that they based off of um, for, for uh, Robotech, the only, invo- the only Macross series that involves is Super, Super Dimension Fortress Macross. So, I mean, what harm is and it? And they let- can't use any Macross-style designs because of the uh, Japanese court decision, which is why, uh, if you look at, well, since you haven't seen Shadow Chronicles, mm-hmm. they use all most painted designs there. Yeah, wow. Yep. And come up with some new ones in the same most paid a style. So, you know, there's they aside from the fact of transforming planes, you know, anything you see in Robotech now is not going to look like the kind of stuff you see in Macross. You're not going to see anything looking like the VF25 in Robotech because it's going to look too much like what's in Macross. And you're not going to see any of the old Macross Valkyries showing up in any new Robotech things. So, uh, it'd be safe to say that I'm not going to see Robotech 7 with... Um with Bobby and Michelle and uh, Ray and um, you know Gary and <laughs> Max Sterling, <laughs> I, I I I don't I don't think so. Nor will you see um, uh, Robotech Frontier starring uh, Brittany Nome. And, I, and I'm going to have to accept this, right? That's and 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 uh, and uh, Ranka Cyrus. Ranka Cyrus. <laughs> or, or, or or Raylene or something. Ew. Yeah, <laughs> Raylene Lee. <laughs> oh man, That's so, awesome. so you're saying I have to accept this now? Like this? I'm first. The first stage is Except, is denial. Is denial. <laughs> then followed by anger. Anger. And then finally acceptance. Acceptance. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Y'all going to sleep tonight with this knowledge? <laughs> I'm going to sleep very well. I will. Tonight. I will sleep awesomely. <laughs> the sound of sleep you've had in years. No. Yeah, I, I I definitely think <laughs> I I know I joked about it earlier, but I honestly do think that it, we will see uh, a more uh, cross appeal of um, Gundam being popular again. In this. <laughs> and I really don't. One of the things I mentioned during the Gundam topic is just as true here. Uh, outside of Transformers, robots ain't that big in America. Yeah. How many times? And I'm sure if if you guys have encountered this, how many times if you had a dime for every every time this happened. Like, you have some kind of robot thing, either someone comes to your house, or you're at some hobby shop, or, you know, someone sees you with, like, a Gundam, or a Valkyrie, or whatever crap, whatever kind of robot it is, and they're like, oh, it's a, oh, look, it's a Transformer. Yeah. <laughs> like, no. Yes, it transforms, but just because of the fact that it's a humanoid-shaped robot, it does not mean that it's a Transformer. How, how long has this, um... This legal thing been going on—it's been going on for quite a while, right? Like, well, the the legal issue in um, in Japan that was resolved years ago, and that had to do between Tatsunoko Productions and with uh, Big West. So okay. that's all settled. You know what actually happens here in America? Of can anybody try to release any Macross without Harmony Gold's involvement? That's a that's a can of worms that uh, nobody has opened. Mm. And I don't imagine that they will, because if you think about it. You'd probably have to spend a lot of money on lawyers. Oh yeah, um, <clears throat> doing a lot of legal research. You might have a lawsuit, and then assuming you win, what do you get out of it? Bunch Again, of also, you know, for some of these Macross fans who like to be hopers and dreamers, Macross is not the ginormous super mega hit franchise waiting to happen if only people knew about it. Yeah, it doesn't have to be ginormously huge for it to be enjoyed by people. So it's not like it's not like uh, you know. Someone's trying to uh, wrangle onto the rights for One Piece here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. It's Macross. It's it's 
of limited appeal in America. So, you know, if you were to, from a business perspective, look at it from a cost-benefit analysis, I'm sure you're quite familiar with Neo. Yeah. <laughs> you know, speaking the language. The, the, the cost and the benefit, uh, the, the cost far outweighs the benefit, I would think. Uh, I, would ima- I would definitely imagine, because just, just the fact of bringing in lawyers and not even, you're not even translating anything yet, Rich. Um, yeah. Is I mean, just bringing money. in lawyers and they're billing you for hours researching this crap. You haven't even filed a lawsuit yeah. or gone to court or whatever. You're already losing money. Yeah. yeah. And, and um, I'm sorry, go ahead. Oh, I was just saying that and it'll just get passed on to the consumer and then that'll be a backlash there. You know, just like what we saw with, uh, you know, Bandai Entertainment with a lot of those, um, you know, a lot of those DVDs, you know, 40, 50 bucks a pop for two apps. Yay. Yeah, which will then <laughs> further <clears throat> you know, the, the dominoes will continue to fall because when that cost gets passed on to the consumer, the consumer will refuse to buy it, which then makes it a failure, which then makes the whole endeavor a failure, which means no one's going to bother to experiment it again with the future, so it's sort of a self-fulfilling prophecy. And I've seen some hopers and dreamers who... Uh, you like to if only some company would challenge Harmony Gold in court. It's like, who else do you done? know anything about the legal system? <laughs> do you know how much it costs and how much time it takes to do civil litigation? I mean, that stuff goes on for years and years. It drags on forever. I mean, this is the sort of you know what business contracts are really complicated issues. Believe me, I've I've studied this stuff. You know, this is stuff that you could easily be in litigation for if you had the heart for it and the pocket for like five years or more. And and nobody's gonna and, and no large company's going to enter into something like that without it benefiting them, without there being yeah. some payout you know. If 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 they know that they can sen- sell, you know, ten million volumes then it's worth it. Then it's but worth it's it. Not. If 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 you know, if it was, you know, we fight this complicated legal battle and at the end of it we get uh, the Midas touch of anime series, then yeah. yeah. But by the same token, let's say it wasn't, you know, Matt Cross at Robot Show. Let's say it was some other kind of show. And you're in legal battles for two or three years. By the time those battles are over, and you can actually start licensing, production, translation, dubbing, mm-hmm. you know, the shelf life of that thing has expired. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because now it's old. Yeah. It's old and dated. You know, let's just say, for example, that say Ben Entertainment, out of the kindness of their hearts, decided to go sue Harmony Gold to get the rights to uh, Macross Frontier right now, today, okay. January 17th, when we're recording this. Mm-hmm. Okay. Macross Frontier is nearly two years old. Yeah. Let's say they're in legal battles for maybe about two or three years. Okay. So they, they win in uh, 2013. And then, um, you know, they start getting to work translating and releasing the series and maybe it comes out in 2014 mm-hmm. it's now six years old yeah but and uh, by this point the next macross series has already come and gone in japan yeah. when, when the when the original release was going to be like 2012 you know you you're expecting 2012 and now it's 2014 it's like great <laughs> yeah and who's going to care because everyone's downloaded every damn ranka and cheryl song and listen to them so they don't care about the music They've seen these damn things fan subbed. They've seen Blu-ray rips. They've seen whatever. So, what have you got to bring to the table? God knows what format will be out by then <laughs> for video compression. I think so. it's safe to say it'll still be Blu-ray. Yeah, yeah. yeah if anything, I mean, I mean, I'm talking about for our bootleg online oh. compression. Yeah, I mean, so. You, no. we, but yeah, I, I see where you're going with that. You're, you're breaking Sky Knight's heart. Um, he went on the right will be interesting to see if someone is ever going to stand up against Harmony Gold. I don't know if this makes sense. 
what Harmony Gold is doing is like Disney's The Little Mermaid. Um, it's like making Disney's The Little Mermaid the official one while blocking the original of Hans Christian Andersen. Does it make sense? Otherwise, people should address their disapproval in some way. I, I think I compare it more to uh, Lion King and uh, and Kimba. Uh, Kimba. Yeah, yeah that, that that's actually um, a very good yeah, example because it's, it's it's no secret. <laughs> Although no, Disney, well, <laughs> when it comes uh, not to Disney, they're like, "What <laughs> Japanese animation? We ain't never heard about that stuff." <laughs> as, they, as they put those Miyazaki films on the What's shelf, that? <laughs> Studio Ghibli. <laughs> What you what you said? John Lasseter loves Japanese animation. Never heard of the guy. <laughs> hey, Yao Miyazaki. <laughs> Never heard. <laughs> exactly. And, <laughs> but yeah, that's a really good example because for those um, kids out there that don't know, um, The Lion King is very very similar to um, a series that came out years ago from um, legendary uh, manga artist. Um, oh my God, why am I blanking on his name? Um, Osamu Tezuka. Te- Osamu, Os- Osamu Tezuka. And um, it's called uh, Kimba the White Lion, or the King of the... I think in Japan it's called something else. But, I think um, it's King of the Junk. I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. It's Kimba. Kimba. And, it's a, it's um, a, yeah, it's a lion and his dad. And pretty much... It, and it, isn't it uh, Jungle Emperor Leo or something? It, it, like it is Jungle yeah. Emperor Leo. You, have, you hit the nail on the head. And um, that series is very, very, very similar to the rudimentary, rudimentary storyline that's in um, The Lion King. Hmm. Or if you uh, if you watch Atlantis and and watch how much it rips off of Nadia, yes, they're like what? They're like I remember at the time they're like what Nadia? We we never heard of that stuff. We don't know we don't know about anything called Nadia. So full of it. <laughs> Damn you guys, Disney. But um, yeah, I mean that's 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 how the game's been played all this time. And um, yeah, I, I, I'm sorry for you, Sky Knight. But yeah, it, it, uh, even even uh. Public outcry is probably not going to make these things change because the expenditure is just not worth it. Um, especially if they have to go to court to An get this online to, petition to happen. Would be useless then. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, at least we have uh, at least we have other mean other means of seeing the show. Oh well, here's one from our favorite poster, Destiny Gundam, oh, old boy. Peter. He says, uh, and and this comes as a shock. Not that big on Macross. So well, you know what, Peter? I'm not that big on you. So then, <laughs> <laughs> and and that would be proportionate to how we feel about Strike Witches. Uh-huh. But but moving on. <laughs> so I can't say I'm I also really... not. You know what, Peter? I'm also not so big on all the moy crap you like to watch. So there. <laughs> what do you think of that? <laughs> oh, Pete. Take your Strike Witches and your Nanoha and your Kaiyan and all that crap you like to watch. And you stick it where the sun don't shine. That's oh, what I Pete. That's what I you. I'm you sorry. I didn't care such about Macross. So <laughs> <laughs> work this guy. He he go he goes on to say, so I can't really care about this issue. But even if Harmony Gold blocks other Macross from coming stateside, well, there's always the internet. I know <laughs> promoting fan subs is bad, but when the show isn't officially available in English, what else can you do? That's a really good question. What else can you do? By, or any, by the any, import, any thoughts on this? by the Hong Kong rip, uh, by the Hong Kong rip. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I know some people. Yeah, and, and and so you can see the 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 adventures of uh, <laughs> badly translated <laughs> Arutar <laughs> Ass Slammer or something <laughs> like Ass Ramzala. Yeah, Ass Ram. Oh. That <laughs> that one was hilarious. <laughs> the, the the sort of similar comment was echoed by. Um, some other posters, because for this Macross comment, I also reached out to the uh, Macross World forums. 
So uh, you oh. should definitely go over there to um, discuss Macross topics, anything and everything, uh, www.macrossworld.com. Mm-hmm. And uh, you just click on their forum, and they have uh, lots of topics there. So uh, I put out the same feeler to them for this and right. got some responses. One was from uh, NHY1. I'm hoping that's how your name is read. Sorry if it's not. Uh, he's in the UK, and he says, uh, I'm not in the US, so what Harmony Gold does doesn't affect me. <laughs> it's like Peter. Oh, oh, oh <laughs> Are you And he goes on to say, okay, it did, because for a long time there was no way to get an English sub unless it was released in the US. But it's all irrelevant now. We had the Macross Frontier broadcast TV fan subs within days of their release, and Blu-ray eventually, too. The subs are soft subs, too, so they can be extracted and used in future mediums if you want. Hey, do you think, uh, do you think the, uh, good point. the UK releases, do you think they use the kind of, you know how they, we have, uh, the U.S. and the U.K. have different words for the same thing? Do you think they translate it over for the people in the U.K.? Like, you know, pass me a cigarette, you know, or pass me a fag or something like that? <laughs> oh, I mean... I, I maybe I don't. Or do you I don't know. Th- or do you think they do it in old English? It's <laughs> I in old English font too. <laughs> yeah. Ye old font. Ye old, so, um, ye old mobile suits. He, he also <laughs> says, personally, I feel that even if Macross is licensed, it may not succeed. It's still a very niche market. Oh yeah, I mean, I, I mean, let's look to what we were talking about in the previous topic about the popularity of Gundam mm-hmm. in the U.S. At least Gundam had a time. In uh, in the light, you know, Macross had it, but it wasn't because it wasn't Macross. It was you know, Robotech. So, you know, and, pe- and people would get confused anyways. I think that would be another thing too that y- it might cause a lot of confusion for people because people do under you know people in America do know of Robotech, but they you know if you started releasing some of these shows out in the Macross shows, it might cause a little confusion, which might yeah. But you know, this stuff appeals to nerds, and yeah. you know, if you read comic books. How many kajillion different, like, multiple universes are there in DC and Marvel? And oh, how God. many kajillion reboots have there been of, like, all of these continuities? That is true. And how many guys have been, like, killed and brought back to life because they're from some alternate dimension version of themselves, universe 25227 version of, like, Spider-Man? Yeah, I'm looking at you, Steve Rogers. Uh, <laughs> Looking at you, Peter Parker, man. Yeah, that too. That, that, just Looking gotta... at you, Joe Casada. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or that other guy that ruins stuff. Yeah. What about so, Jeff Lowe, uh, Yeah, that guy. You know, if, if nerds can deal with uh, multiple continuities and reboots and alternate universes and, you know, all of this crap, I think... Uh, I think that Macross vs. Robotech is not that big of a deal. And if even the, the most apoplectic Star Trek fans could deal with, you know, the 2009 movie being now an alternate universe, yeah, that's I true. think Robotech fans can deal with um, Macross. Unless they're the uh, that strain of supremist Robotech fans who uh, <laughs> think that all Macross is garbage and that Robotech was an improvement on uh, Macross, to which I say to them, I feel so sorry for you. All those, um, you don't think it'll be too confusing once you find out protoculture is just one thing, not a catch-all, do-all? Not, it's not a catch-all uh, fuel source slash trippy mind drug slash ancient culture. Industrial cleaner fuel. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I have another uh, comment from a Macross World poster. This comes from uh, Toshiro, who brings up several points. Mm-hmm. Uh, one, he brings up uh, you know Harmony Gold and um, the legal issues, and uh, he points out that 
the legal costs have been uh, prohibitive, and um, he also points out the disconnect of the differences in business practices between uh, Japanese companies and U.S. when it comes to uh, American copyright laws. Certainly an issue, and uh, he says that the, the legal battles have left their mark. Right. Uh, he also brings up the issue of the music rights for Seven and Frontier, so oh, we've already addressed that point, and he says that uh, potential sales in the U.S. just don't bear out these costs. Yeah. I mean, I think years ago it might have been it, it might have been a, a foreseeable expense because I don't think it wasn't nearly as expensive. But nowadays it's just way too expensive, especially in this economic environment. Um, I don't think I don't see any after seeing the hit that the anime industry took here in the United States. It, you know, they these companies just want to bring over shows that they know will do well. That they um, yeah they show the focus groups and whatnot and know that do well. Macros could do well. But the expense of going, you know, just like you guys had mentioned um, about economics earlier, that, you know, the expense of going to the extreme of actually getting the show, it's not worth it. Um, I, and, and, and that's, that, that's, that's also, uh, in his third point, uh, he mentions that the anime viewer demographic in the U.S. has changed immeasurably since the 80s and 90s. There just isn't the same amount of interest in mecha shows as there used to be. Yeah. yeah. And fans are more used to longer-running kitty series like Naruto or One Piece. In short, the market for Macross in the U.S. just isn't what it used to be. He mentions um, uh, the latest uh, Yamato anime and said that um, even something like that, which has an appeal to certain people in Japan, uh, just could not compare in uh, ticket receipts to the latest uh, One Piece and Kamen Rider movies. Yeah. <laughs> what a great, what a great comparison. Yeah, he also um, mentioned Shadow Chronicles, but I'll I'll spare uh, I'll spare uh, Neo having to hear about uh, Shadow Chronicles. But he does he does he does give this little uh, piece of constructive criticism. He says, if Harmony Gold care about the license so much, you would think they would enforce some tighter quality control. (laughs) (laughs) I guess that was aimed at Shadow Chronicles. What an awesome point! Oh, absolutely, it was. (laughs) And um, not exactly related, but since we're already on the topic of. these user comments. Uh, the good Torchiro has some comments for us in general, so I figured we might as well share them while we're here. Awesome. Uh, number one, and uh, you know, no names are mentioned, but uh, you know, uh, he mentions the issue of pronunciation, oh boy. and that uh, a certain person should put uh, more effort into uh, the correct pronunciation of uh, Japanese names. So um, I don't know who he could be referring to. Neil, do you do you know? <laughs> I don't know. Who could he be? I don't know. So, um, you know, well, that's that's something. So whoever he's talking about there, <laughs> I guess, should uh, start uh, hitting the books and maybe uh, working on their uh, Japanese pronunciation. <laughs> no, I'll just, do, I'll just do the reverse. I'll, ma- I'll make him even worse. <laughs> okay, well, there you go. At least he tried. Uh, number two, um, he's uh, not so not so hot on the, uh, the Robotech narrator <laughs> anymore. So, uh, okay. Fair enough. I, I kind of uh, drilled that one into the ground, but I enjoyed doing it every single time. So, <laughs> it's still you know. funny. Now, now that we're done talking about Macross uh, in the roundups, and this will probably be the last time we talk about Macross for a while, you know, you don't have to worry <laughs> about him. He's going he's gonna to go away. And um, last one, uh, Frontier. Uh, despite giving the show favorable reviews, recent episodes seem to reflect a change in opinion. Are you just echoing... Recent internet fanboys, or have you reevaluated your views of the series one year on? So, uh, gentlemen, 
What I, I don't even know what he means about that. It's it's, it's it, we we joke about frontier because we we joke about the way they left the um the love triangle wide open. But you know it's the same thing we do for Double O. Um, Double O we we still enjoy it to this day. We really don't have a problem with how that show ended. I mean we have some you know some suggestions of, of things they should have did. But I mean it's the same thing for Frontier. Uh, we love Frontier. Um, I still I still rank it highly amongst the the Macross series, and um, we we just joke about it um, from time to time. But I I don't know. I I hope he doesn't. It's all it's all just uh, joking and good fun. I mean, yeah. I saw a chunk of Frontier again recently, and I enjoyed it just as much as I did before. Oh, yeah. So the uh, comments and criticisms that I had, you know, nearly two years ago when the show started, mm-hmm. are the same now. So yeah. my opinion of the show hasn't changed and my issues are the same as back then so what i can think of is our are, are, are sometimes comparisons to other macro series during the macros roundup to frontier because you know it the, the, sometimes the subjects came up and we said well okay this show did some things better than frontier and blah 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 but that's no slam to frontier frontier is still a great and enjoyable show i i i i really can't discount it from 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 as good as it was and my opinion hasn't changed what about you neo i i really don't know what he's talking about i think i think the only thing yeah I think the only thing that we've done is the the jokes about you know second season of Frontier, but that's just a joke. So I don't know. I mean, well, there is though. There has been a recent trend I've noticed on uh, various forums of the uh, the English fandom, English speaking fandom of uh, Frontier, kind of losing some of its luster and people not liking it as much as they did before. But wow. my opinion of the show hasn't changed. So I that re- may be the trend in some other places, but you know, at least for me, speaking for myself, I have not. Uh, changed my uh, my view on the series so that yeah. wraps up uh, the comments from Macross World so again many thanks to the uh, the posters from Macross World who have been listening to Gundam and who offered up some comments we appreciate them and um, kick it back to you guys for more Mechatalk comments because I know we've Ooh. got some there I've got one from our man Wielder and it starts out with um, short of Harmony Gold suddenly deciding to license Macross Frontier themselves and market it as some sort of alternative Robotech license, a Robotech universe, which might sound like the worst idea ever, but it could be a blessing in disguise if the stars no. are in alignment. <laughs> no, it could not be a blessing in disguise. He goes on. Ever. Ever. You're taking, ever. You're no. Very no. He goes, yeah, you're taking he goes one on. thing that's already been conceived as something else and then just butchering it up and trying to make it make sense out of it. For something else, it doesn't make any sense. Making a horse like, out of a donkey, hey, you know. Uh, <laughs> you know, this thing got butchered before, and uh, if you want any hope of seeing this, this, this other thing over here too, uh, we gotta, we gotta chop that thing up too. Yeah, because <laughs> they chopped up Ma- the Macross. You know, they chopped up Macross, and we still didn't get Mac. Well, we got Macross over finally, but. I don't even know how they did that. But, Again, um, more work that really shouldn't even have to be done. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> he says, uh, let's see, and hey, at least that crazy idea would be better than Shadow Chronicles. <laughs> or even, who knows, more profitable. Too bad it's too unlikely. Um, he wraps up, all that speculation and wishful thinking aside, a few things that last forever in this world. Uh, the, uh, sorry, there's few things that last forever in this world, but many do last a lifetime. Um I'm prepared to deal with the current situation. I've been entirely willing to support any legal Macross releases, past, present, and future. But the fact is, I have to resort to alternative means of acquisition when there's no other options left. Alter- you mean pre-ordering? <laughs> Pre- pre-torrenting? Pre-torrenting. <laughs> you know what? It, we, we, we watched the show, and I'd like to see something where... um. 
Uh-oh. where 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 these companies in Japan just start putting English subtitles on their Blu-ray DVD, Blu-rays. Um, even though they're not going to send them here, if they know there's an American audience and they want to get some of that that um those diehard Macross fans to import those those Blu-rays, just just do it. Just just just. Yeah, but put, once again, that costs money. It does cost money. <laughs> I mean. it, it costs money, and I understand that. But it it, it you just don't do have it because just Solbro would think it'd be a good saying. thing. It'd be great <laughs> if I could have subtitles, English subtitles on every you on some what? archaic Japanese anime release either, that no one outside of the Japan even cares about. It's either that or bitch about how much your shows are being torrented by by foreigners. You know, they they have they they can they can make that choice. It's up to them. You know, if they're offering <laughs> us some kind of go between. So it's better just to give in, get, <laughs> give in so. to the pirates. Don't pass the cost off to them because then they won't buy. Because if you pass it on, they won't buy the DVD. Dude, I'm tired I mean, of playing. Come on, I'm tired of playing. Captain I'm sorry, Jack Sparrow. I, got, I got totally lost. I have no idea what's going on. <laughs> I have no clue. I'm, I'm just saying, my I, head's about to explode. Oh, yeah. I, I just wish they would put an English subtitle track on some of those. There are some anime DVDs that do come out in Japan with English subtitle tracks. <laughs> you know, they're far yeah, in and, between. Yeah, and, and, and get ready to pay like. Eighty dollars. Yeah, you know, exactly. That is true. Five minute Blu-ray. <laughs> You're right about that. Yeah, and it won't stop the tour. Navigate through all those Japanese menus <laughs> to get to your English subtitles. Hey, if, it, if one if one American orders it, if they're crazy enough to order it, it was well worth the effort. Of course, I'm drinking. <laughs> um, but, um, another just, comment here from Armoru Ray of oh, New. Go he's, for it. He's basically the same way um, that we are. The day the day they let uh, the day they let it go is when pigs fly. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't know if there any other way can really be summed up. But he also talks once again about this whole lo- live action thing. And uh, oh yeah, the Robotech movie. Do do we know if that's ever going to be coming out, Chris? Or that's still well, uh, uh, given that uh, given that Tobey Maguire won't be wearing uh, <laughs> certain. Red and blue tights anymore. He's going to be wearing a red of a different color. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Who knows? Uh, I hope not. <laughs> Man, maybe maybe they can get Sam Raimi to direct. Uh, <laughs> oh, or, Sam! Uh, Actually, he's he's too he's too busy making the Wow movie. Oh 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 my God! Yeah, there's oh, a Wow. Get the hell out of here! Damn, yeah. man. It took that long. And, and it'll be released in, in monthly installments. <laughs> you only have to pay fourteen ninety five a month to uh, to but, watch uh, each expansion pack. But you oh, get you Christ. get you get unlimited access. It's not that I hate the idea of a Robotech movie, but I just don't see it succeeding and no. um, it would have to be vastly different from what Robotech fans like. And given that Robotech fans really for the most part just like the Macross saga, let's let's just let's let's bring out the Straight Talk Express for a slightly related yes. issue. Well by all means you're pulling it into the driveway. Okay. Oh, it's been idling out there the whole oh, time. Oh, oh snap. Well you gotta keep those teabaggers away from grabbing it since you know they're they're always ready to complain about something. Lipton <laughs> Okay, so I mentioned before that you have these, some of these Robotech fanboys who, uh, you know, they're supremacists, always blabbering on about how uh, Robotech, Robotech supremacist <laughs> is <laughs> so much better than Macross and that every Macross sequel is inferior and, um, you know, Robotech improved everything, and to which I would say, let's look at the two franchises, tell me which one has done better over the last three decades. <laughs> But also, I'm sure if you asked these, like, uber-hardcore Robotech fanboys, tell me, sir, which of the three sagas of Robotech did you like the most? Macross saga. Macross saga. <laughs> <laughs> and, okay, we've established Harmony Gold 
cannot use Macross saga like characters and designs and everything as evidenced by the way they did Shadow Chronicles. So if you're going to do a Robotech movie <laughs> and you're expecting it to be Macross saga, you're going to be slightly disappointed. Which begs the question, why even bother with a Robotech movie if it can't be similar to the Macross saga, which is what Robotech fans really want. Yeah, Because I don't think anyone's like, oh man, I hope that Robotech movie... They freaking make it off the Robotech Masters arc. I love those freaking battle tanks, man. <laughs> those space helicopters. Uh, Dana Sterling, man, she's so hot. With that Afro point. Bowie's such a dreamboat. Bowie! <laughs> don't forget about Sean. Don't forget about yeah, that pimp. I don't think anyone <laughs> is coming for that. And as oh. much as I love most Peta, I don't think anybody out there is saying, like, Man, that Robotech movie, man, it'd be awesome if they had the freaking Cyclones and the Invids, dude. It'd be <laughs> awesome. No, they want to see transforming spaceship. They want to see transforming, like, F-14s. They want to see all that stuff. They want to see giant space aliens. They want all that crap. Yeah, all the stuff. And they're they not going to get it. They're going to come to the theater disappointed. <laughs> they're going to come to the theater and they're going to get Battlefield Earth. Oh, oh, oh my God. Please don't say that again. <laughs> Battlefield Earth. <laughs> Damn. Oh, what a horrible John movie. Travolta as a Jamaican Klingon. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I, I have one last uh, listener, um, listener submitted um, uh, response to this. It's from our friend uh, Mula Flaga over in Australia. Um, he says, uh, after Shadow Chronicles, I wonder about that, and I'm surprised that Harmony Gold is still try- still keeps trying to go on with Robotech. I saw the trailer for Shadow Chronicles. And vomited. And, and, the, <laughs> <laughs> and the CG looks bad. Worse than... Um, <laughs> that's an understatement. <laughs> he, says wow, that's... It was, he says it was worse than Voltron, the third dimension. <laughs> well, here, here's, here, here, try to watch it. I, I, oh. I doubt you'll think the CG's that bad. Oh, man, There's about three know, other things that are worse than the CG. <laughs> you know you secretly love it. <laughs> like, like the writing? <laughs> man. Voice acting? <laughs> Voice acting? The, the 2D animation, which ain't that great either. Damn. How you, me- how you messed that up? I have the whole the music. Oh, hey, I was I was thinking about this since we were asking it. We were talking about it earlier about bringing over Macross Seven. Mm-hmm. If they did do Robotech Seven, how do you think the music would be? <laughs> uh, you'd have uh, Gary Rogers. Gary Rogers. Gary Sing- Nelson, because uh-huh. it'd be um, Basaraniki, so it'd be Gary Nelson probably. No man, they would st- they dig Stan Bush out of me uh, out of those mothballs. <laughs> Get him back in the studio. I don't know. You know what it would be? Oh, I got it. I got it. Since this is like, you know, this is the year 2010 uh, and this is coming over to America, it would be Robotech 7 and Firebomber, which would probably be renamed something else. Oh, yeah. uh, it would be uh, total like Linkin Park. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Instead of Planet Dance or something along the lines of crawling in my skin. Some Creed. Throw some Creed oh. in there. <laughs> Creed. Scott Stapp, oh, baby. Why would you do that Woo. to people? God, I'd be why out the would... door. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I, I took that DVD it, out my... And you know what? It'd be perfect <laughs> because in Harmony Gold, they'd freaking want to like... They'd want to have like tie-ins with Hot Topic. <laughs> 
You know, that, that really happened. I take that DVD out of my DVD player and put it right into my skeet shooting. Equipment. This is like a, this is like a bizarre nightmare world that I could see happening and be not too far from our own reality. Get get volume one of Robotech Seven this week at Hot Topic. Oh my God! And get your Gary Nelson T-shirt. <laughs> awesome. Oh my God! No, and Fire Bomber's number one hit single, "Cut Myself Thinking of You." <laughs> And why is life so hard? Oh my god. And I texted you, but you didn't respond. Oh my god. That's, that's better than um Macross uh, Robotech Frontier coming out here with um what's it, uh Rank Ali being played by um Miley what's her Cyrus. name? No, no, that chick from Evanescence. Um Amy Lee. <laughs> Amy oh Lee. God. <laughs> God. <laughs> of course, Britney Spears is um. Oh, that Britney Spears is '90s, so we have to go with someone like um. I guess Miley, Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus is um. Homegirl um. Cheryl. Oh, oh boy. And oh. mind you, this is one of those like bizarro universes where where everything is like the sky is pink. <laughs> everything is just backwards and twisted, and, and yeah. these horrible creations exist. It's like everything's in negative here instead of a positive. The, these things we're describing dot my nightmares. And George Bush <laughs> is president for life. Woo! Woo, and he's immortal. You got to pull back now. You he's a Highlander. Back. <laughs> president for life. <laughs> there can only be one. Oh man, I think we well, I think we ended this um, segment on a high the, note. You um, know, the sad thing is, is, is what, what we, was the point of the segment again? The, the sad thing is, know. is what we joked possibly could happen. I'd oh, probably oh, say oh. about it, 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 if the, if they were able to do it, it it would probably go that route about eighty five percent of the time. Live action. Hey, you know what? Sometimes you can joke about stuff, and then it really happens. Like Ooh, uh, yeah. case in point, like. Um, when I did seven years ago the uh, MHQ April Fool's prank with the <laughs> fake Seed sequel. Yeah. <laughs> with the fake New Gundam. You got what you gasped for. There's been, there was a massive plethora of giant backpack Gundams after that. And half the made up plot points that I just pulled out of nowhere for this fake sequel ended up happening in Seed afterwards anyway. So I blame we, you. We have you to blame. <laughs> I... I guess I'll, I'll I'll take my licks like a man. You will. That is hilarious. <laughs> I'll I'll pay I'll pay for my sins in hell when I die. <laughs> well, I like the I would like to thank all the all the listeners that participated in this. On, not only on the um the the uh, mechatalk.net boards, but also at uh, Macross uh, World forums as well. Thank you guys for listening and for um adding your thoughts to this. And uh, any last questions, gentlemen? Or any last comments? Should I get a Japanese American dictionary? Maybe, maybe. <laughs> Why are we here? Hey, if you if you come across a word you have trouble pronouncing, just throw it to us. Just throw it to us. We'll we'll, we'll bail you out. We'll bail you out. That's okay. Well done. <laughs> anyway, um, that ends our um our discussion on uh, Harmony Gold and Macross and <laughs> the, the State of the Union, and we'll be back with more Gundam at MAHQ in just a moment. See us uh, struggling in the car. You walk up, you open the door, and you say, "You're lying, George." Oh, uh, hey, you! Get your damn hands off her! 
You really think I ought to swear? Yes, definitely. Damn it, George, swear. Need a cake, but you don't want something boring from the local supermarket or a bakery? In the South Florida area, try EpicSugarWorks.com. This bakery specializes in creating cakes based off of your favorite anime series, video game character, or whatever custom design you're looking for. Their online store also features anime and video game themed chocolate lollipops, as well as gift certificates if you want to give something to somebody. So if you're looking for a cake that's above the norm, go to EpicSugarWorks.com. It's epically delicious. End of discussion! Debate is over! You will write a formal apology! I will what? A formal apology! You will kowtow, you will step and fetch! Frank, if you think you can Get me... Get used to it! It's the way of the world! If you're so hot on discipline, then goddammit, start by accepting mine. Because contrary to popular opinion, I'm the head in charge. Come on, let's get something You really think you're bad, don't you? All right, everybody, welcome back. Um, I hope you enjoyed episode 46 of Gundam at MHQ and enjoyed our first themed uh, topic uh, episode that we've done. Um, the theme being tonight, uh, things American Mecha fans will have to accept whether they like it or not. Uh, we split it up into two different topics, one uh, dealing with uh, how Gundam is never going to be as popular again as it once was back in um, the early 2000s during the wing days. And topic two was uh, Harmony Gold will maintain its iron grip on Robotech and no one else will ever going to release any Macross. So uh, we had some good discussion there. And of course, um, I know, I'm sure all the, the people that go to Mecha Talk, you saw this. And this is going to be an ongoing thing that Chris is going to be doing with the themes. We're going to be doing some listener participation and, um, you know, reading a lot of what you guys have been talking about on the forums. And... Um, you know, talk about on the show, but once we get the show released, we'll definitely want to hear some more, um, you know, some more comments of what you guys thought and, you know, some other things there. But um, uh, before we go, Solbro, can you get us, give the, out the folks the information to contact us at? Yeah, sure. Um, <laughs> <laughs> of course, um, anybody, um, everybody out there can always go to mahq.net. And that's where uh, the magic happens. That's the Mecha and Anime headquarters. Um, you can also check their forums at mechatalk.net. And um, you can find our forum there for Gundam at MAHQ. Um, uh, by all means, hit uh, Gundam.net, where you can find information on the latest episodes and liner notes and whatnot. Um, you can also find links to our sites on Facebook, MySpace, Spill.com, and um, our e- a link to our email address, which is um, GundamMAHQ at gmail.com. Uh, lastly, you can find us on iTunes, Zoom. And you can also find us on Twitter by going What's to soon <laughs> by going to twitter.com slash M A H Q D O T N E T. That's like what 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 is a soon? I haven't seen a um, commercial for one of those in a long time. <laughs> one last thing I'd like to add. Um I, I, my heart goes Sign out. Sign all your petitions. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was, I was going to. Yeah, don't don't spill my thunder. All the uh, petition requests and all um, honorings of guarantees by Soulbro, please yeah. send them to soulbromhq at gmail.com. <laughs> he, he loves them. He loves a good he, internet petition. He does. I, I, I just wanted to um, extend thanks to our uh, one of our listeners, Amor Ray of V, our AKA Dollar Relance. Who uh, went and edited a best of episode of um, Gundam at MHQ for us, taking some of our funnier clips from previous episodes and putting it into a two-hour-long two episode. If you haven't heard it yet, 
by the time this episode goes up, it should be on the um, the feed at, at iTunes. Are you guaranteeing that? I'm guaranteeing <laughs> it. <laughs> he did a great job editing it, and I thank him very much for putting all that time and hard work into that. Um, check out his uh, Solar Wave radio podcast. You can just find it by um, going to Gundam.net and looking at the links over there. And lastly, um, I just wanted to say, um, in light of all the uh, devastation in um, Haiti, thanks to the earthquakes, um, my heart goes out <laughs> to all to the them. people there. Thank you, Mr. <laughs> earthquake, for destroying the country. No, I'm not thinking that, but uh, my heart goes out to them. And for anybody who's interested, um, you can um, help to you can help the relief cause by donating um, oh, ten dollars um, by using your cell phone. Actually, if you text uh, Haiti to nine zero nine nine nine. That'll add ten dollars to your next uh, month's cell phone bill and donate ten dollars to the uh, Red Cross towards relief over in Haiti. So I, I, I um, encourage anybody who wants to help to do that. And um, that's it. I'm I'm all done. Chris, any any parting thoughts? Any internet petitions needed? You know, anything else before we go? Uh, I would say that someone should start a petition to shut down MAHQ <laughs> to ban me from the internet. Hey, what do you think might happen first? New seed money movie or the update of the new MHQ? <laughs> update of the new MHQ. There you go. But, okay, cool. What uh, you do that? <laughs> well, I, I doubt there's five. Believe people. it. I doubt there. I doubt there's anyone working on that storyboard. Um, but um, all right, that's it. So we'll be back in about a couple weeks. I uh, just want to thank everybody for listening, and you're listening to Gundam at MHQ. This is crazy. You know, we need to figure out whose side we're on. Which side are we on? We're on the side of the demons, Chief. We're evil men in the gardens of paradise, sent by the forces of death to spread devastation and destruction wherever we go. I'm surprised you didn't know that. Gundam at MHQ is a Shinjuku station in the MHQ production. I do not regret one second of anything that we've done here. And, yeah. And, I have, you know, I, I encounter people when I walk on the street now or just uh, uh, who give me a sort of a sad look. Uh, I have had more good fortune than anybody I know. And if our next gig is doing a show in a 7-Eleven parking lot, we will find a way to make it fun. We really will. I have, I have no problems. And I don't want to do it in a 7-Eleven parking lot. <laughs> but whatever. Uh, finally, uh, I have something to say uh, to our fans. This massive outpouring of support and passion from so many people has been overwhelming for me. The rallies, the signs, all this goofy, outrageous creativity on the internet. Uh, the fact that people have traveled long distances and camped out all night in the pouring rain. It's pouring. It's been pouring for days. And they're camping out to be in our audience. You, here's what all of you have done. You made a sad situation joyous and inspirational. So to all the people watching, I can never, ever 
thank you enough for the kindness to me. I'll think about it for the rest of my life. And all I ask is one thing, and this is, I'm asking this particularly of young people that watch. Please do not be cynical. I hate cynicism. For the record, it's my least favorite quality. It doesn't lead anywhere. Nobody in life gets exactly what they thought they were going to get. But if you work really hard and you're kind, amazing things will happen. I'm telling you, amazing things will happen. I'm telling you. It's just true.